the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Said I had to actually press a button. <laughs> preparation. We're ready already. I know. Uh, Ugh, gross. Right? Should be exciting. Push should be. Button. It's like a baby's toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my button pushing finger. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jane, I worked my button pushing finger to the bone. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, 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 indeed. We don't have Echo or anything, do we? I've got some bad news. I'm basically on here to say I'm bowing out tonight. Aw. Ah. Well, I'm I'm here in Southern California to be with family and friends for the holiday. And- Christmas is illegal on the West Coast. I forgot. No wonder you can't make it. <laughs> I have a chance to do something with some friends tonight, so I'm going to take it. You well, wicked, funny. wicked monkey. <laughs> and I actually would have given you notice. I forgot today was the damn game. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Good that you can join us at all. That's, I tell you, yeah. boy, <laughs> is your face red? Yeah, yeah. Well, at, as as always, the policy with gutter skypes, as you well know, is uh, real life absolutely first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with human, with, with so. genuine, close, interactive human, real life stuff over Skype, um, uh, particularly with family and friends, uh, hey, it wins. Well, and it works out nice because, as I recall, our backgrounds for the characters, Bone Steel didn't get on the ship until like the last minute. So, I don't remember. I think, if I remember correctly, maybe I don't. But uh, since it's it's a flashback. It kind of worked out. The whole time. Memory is a funny thing. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> As we'll discover when uh, events take place. But I wouldn't worry about it if the uh, if the party uh, all get killed because there was no bone steel. <laughs> we won't even mention it until the next time you come on. <laughs> what a surprise! What to tell the truth? Uh, if it's a if it's a flashback, which it is, this is a flashback holiday <laughs> special. Everybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, episode two hundred five. Happy holidays. Happy, um, holidays. happy holidays. I would say Merry Christmas. holidays. I would and say Merry Christmas. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would say Merry Christmas. Except there's a there's a there's um there's a a criminal thug that wants me to say that, and I'm not going to until. Certain conditions are met. <laughs> so I'm going to say happy holidays and, and, um, please enjoy, uh, please enjoy the time you have tonight with, uh, with the folks that you're with. Absolutely. Yes. I, I, will, I, I, I love the fact that 
if I, if I recall correctly, again, memory being a funny thing, we have said Merry Christmas throughout you know, our the time we've known each other. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I might be right there with you. Happy holidays. Absolutely. <laughs> Until Happy <laughs> because just because it's our way of rebelling against the oh, I yeah, tyranny. I, I've I've got you know I've got no uh, I've got no reason uh, to to need permission from an ignorant bigoted criminal to say it. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be fine saying happy holidays. Leave Harvey Weinstein out of this. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Lee Harvey Weinstein? He's the guy who... (laughs) He's the guy... Bad idea, stay away from that. (laughs) He's the guy who shot Ronald Tramp. (laughs) (laughs) He performed character assassination. (laughs) But only on himself. Wow. Oh, oh goodness. goodness. Wow. Well, that's cool. All right, then um um then that's a it, you know uh, we won't be we, we won't be uh how we won't hear from you uh live uh, until after uh until after Christmas. So um nope, so have a happy new year and happy boxing day or unboxing uh, day as the case may be. <laughs> And uh, Merry Christmas. You too. Enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Have fun. All right, y'all. Take Happy care. holidays, my friend. Take it easy. Oh, yep. oh Eric, you are you too. going to go see the Star Wars movie? I already saw it, my friend. Ah. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about now, it behind your back then. Well, I will just give my quick my 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 review is very easy. I gave it a ten on IMDb. <laughs> I am not. Distracted. I know a lot of people. I didn't. I didn't read any reviews and and discover all the hate until after I had seen it. Uh-huh. So my view was not cluttered with that. And I a lot of people it. like it too. A lot of people like yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can discuss that. Some of yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be listening with, with bated breath as <laughs> will my fish market friends. Uh, to see. <laughs> then I'm done. Thank you. To see, <laughs> I expected nothing less and got it. Uh, <laughs> and boy, did I get less. Right. <laughs> I bought it hook, line, and sinker. All right, I'm out of here before this gets any worse. All right. I look, all right. I look forward to listening to this to this game and uh, catch you all uh, next year. Okay. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good one. Safe. Yep. In Jerusalem. Mm. Soul Invictus. Here, here. And uh, if if you see Nikki, tell her Merry Christmas and whatnot as well, because I can't. She must not be here because she's never this quiet. So, <laughs> not that she, not that she I'm just be. being polite. <laughs> I, no, I and can't. I only said that because of the reaction. I'm sure she will give once she finds out that I said it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Out how the hell did? Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. I'm out of here. I couldn't find <laughs> okay, the bye. Skype has updated. Promises, promises. Take yeah, it easy. Yeah, right, right. Ah. Right. Peace out. Take Peace. it easy. Yeah, I got, uh, I got an email from Nikki uh, uh, indicating that she would be a few minutes late, but she does plan on attending, and uh, I imagine we can hear from her any... We will hear from her uh, any moment now. Hmm? Or not. I hope. Uh, I hope she's able to join us because it's going to be a really sad special. It's going to be a sad holiday special without Nikki uh, and Blind Geek. Yeah, that Blind Geek seems like a nice young man. 
Yeah, but you know, you you got you got to delve a little deeper and 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 look into the background and see that he. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I wanted to come up with something really sardonic, and I got nothing on the guy. What can I say? <laughs> We've all been there. Many is the time I'm like, oh, well, I thought I'd have a joke by the time I got to this part in the sentence. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I kept, Enjoy your steak dinner. I kept heading in that direction. I'm driving down the road. It's like, ah, I'm going to really nail, nail him with something something really caustic. And, uh, and suddenly Zeke's face popped up, and I'm looking at the dog. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> you got to get around that cute dog before you can go after Blind Geek, and you don't want to go after Blind Geek to begin with, so you just, eh, whatever. <laughs> mm. That's too bad. I think he would have had fun tonight. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's, yeah well, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. <clears throat> Not terrible. Mm. Oh, pretty good. Other than the fact that I've been working straight through since last Thursday, and I expect my next day off to be Christmas. So, oh well, damn! Welcome to the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh damn! I did, I, I, I've also seen 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 Star Wars, and I really liked about five eighths of it. Like all the new Pokemans. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean. The, the the stuff that that got to me was not all of the stuff that the usual suspects are hitting on it for. There, this is one of the plot lines made no sense whatsoever. Once you think about it for a second, and yeah, Erica was I complaining had, about all the different plot lines going on and all at once, all over the place. Wow. Yeah, well, one of the things is, is that most of them connect to one of, of to to one particular plot line, and yeah. that was a mess. Everything huh. else was 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 great though. I'm not going to go any further into detail because I don't know who else here has seen it or not. But I haven't seen it. Kind of thought my friends would drag me to it, but um, well, oh. pretty much everyone's you know like well, on the road. You can see it before we talk about it then, because I have zero yeah. interest. I didn't enjoy the first <laughs> one and don't want to go see the second one. So please feel free. Uh, well, what's well, one thing interesting? It's um, the, the the previews. Are very different from how the movie actually goes. Yes, it's not a Pokemon movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the new Pokemans. <laughs> I suppose there's some potential Pokemans in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I do a sound test while we're uh, waiting on Nikki? Please, sure. I'm going to press play on some music, and I want you guys to tell me, uh, anybody, just to tell me whether, you, A, you can hear it, and B, if it's too loud or not. Okay. okay. So, actually, I like the movie quite a lot, but I could put Erica on if you want to hear someone who had some issues. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, like, the, count, the, the comic relief is one of the things she really didn't like very much, yeah. like the fish people. Right. Not hearing music yet. Wow, okay. Are we supposed to be hearing music? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, I... I thought So did I, so that's a good thing, I guess. Well, it's yeah. a 30. Now I'm going to bring it up to 40. Here we go. Ah, okay. I can There's hear something. Hear something. There you go. Okay. It's a little fadey in and out, but it's not too loud. Yeah, yeah. it's probably going to be Skype auto-adjusting ed- ed- stuff, too. Ooh. Oh, machines. Why do they keep trying to help us? They're not smart enough yet. <laughs> Let's try that. Let's try 45. 
If it gets uh, intrusive like and, it. and people, uh, you can hear each other talk over it and stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It okay. does fade in and out, though. Yeah, that must be yeah. the uh, that must be the Skype playing with it. Yeah, because it starts off strong and then goes away. Hmm. Okay. I think maybe I'll just leave it at that because. Uh, oh, is, is your is your mic like voice actuated? Nope. No. Okay. I was just about to say every time you start talking is when we hear it. Really? Yeah, I think that's Skype trying to help us. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of strange. I'll n- I don't think I'll, I'm ever going to figure out this this voice meter banana thing. I swear, it's such <laughs> all the different uh, bells and whistles and tubes and cables and crap that's supposed to fit together to make it work is just I don't know. It's beyond me. It's really beyond me. Okay, I just wanted I'm to only check. Laughing it. in sympathy. <laughs> there. There's some more. That that seems a little louder to me. That one's super cute. Like, it sounds like it's coming from an ornament. I like it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That'll do for that. Okay. Thank you. Hey. Music. Sure. Huh? Yeah. I said, yeah. music. Oh, it'll come I, back. I want to warn you all now that I, I, I may end up dropping in and out briefly here and again because I'm getting that what? poor network connection issue again. Yeah. Oh, damn. You did, you did drop out once a little while ago. Yeah. yeah. Bro. <laughs> and, 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 and most of the time, if I drop out and then come back on, because basically it starts like um, like I'm hearing you through a, a like fan. But apparently, I am speaking through a fan as normal. <laughs> apparently, my school comes over normal because I, I listened to the to the re, to the big red couch today. They that episode went up and um <laughs> and and I sound normal there. And but it's just that you all don't sound normal to me. And if I log off and then sign back on, I mean not not log off completely, but if I hang up and then go back into the the call, usually it, it will fix things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. <laughs> I had so much fun with those guys. Yeah. Can I tell you a secret? Okay. Secret. Go ahead. I did not know what the show was. <laughs> I'd heard it referenced here and there, and I thought it was a you know a role playing podcast. Sound like some good people who got together and played some good games. I knew there was a prompt. I didn't know what it meant. I was like, I'm really looking forward to seeing what this game is that's based on the premise of uh, Industrial Dragons, of International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. This is going to be cool. I get there, and I felt like I I walked into a room and everyone had their projects ready. I'm like, hello, where's your fully prepared game? And I'm like, yes, I do have coffee and gummy bears. Um, Oh, man. Oh, no. (laughs) I had no idea. That's okay. I approach it like a brainstorming session myself. Yes, yes. That's all it is. So, That's all it really yeah. is. Thank God that worked so, out. They were so gracious and mm-hmm. just just wonderful hosts and real fun to play with. But oh boy, that was a fun experience. Oh, those guys just are that terrific. Initial <laughs> moment. They are terrific. They, they're from from day one. Yeah. There's just like I was. I've always been so impressed with those folks. Listeners might not know. This is so. First of all. Hi, Gutter Skype. This is session two hundred five. Hi. It's two. Oh, <laughs> Nikki's here too. Excellent. 
Yay. I hate Skype. All right, I'm better. Sorry. Okay. <sighs> you yes. can hate Skype. Um, it it updated and changed things on me. Ah, yeah. does that to me all the time. Sometimes while we're on. Um, yeah, we were talking about we were talking about uh, um, uh, the big red couch. So listeners might not know the reason that we haven't posted uh, in in four weeks is we went over to play at their house. Uh, for, it was cool. It was yeah. There was our one hundredth episode, and we got invited to come. Uh, however many of us could make it, and we all crashed them at the same time, which was fun. <laughs> and uh, and helped it was them tight sitting on that couch. Yeah. There's very little room left. Yeah. It's such a cozy atmosphere. I really liked it. Yeah, they're, they're cool guys, and that premise that they have is is what what makes the show unique. They they take whatever that prompt is, and and it's it can be a word, it can be a sentence, it can be. And they're all sent in on cards by listeners, and they take that one string of words and extrapolate it into as many different versions of a playable game or the the bare bones of a playable playable game that they that you can. And nobody else, up to the time that I was that I knew about when they first started, nobody else was doing that. I thought that was cool, and, uh, and it's a and, great idea. Uh, something that uh, listeners might also not know, uh, if they haven't, uh, visited the Gutterscapes page, um, is that, uh, and, and if they've listened to International Detective Dragons from Outer Space, it is revealed on that 100th episode, and I'm not kidding here, it's the truth, mm-hmm. why the podcast was called International Detective Dragons from Outer Space. So if you have no other incentive to go and listen to them, which you you really should because hey it's good enough on its own without that but uh, in that particular episode at the at the at the end uh, I actually I actually um, make good on an eleven year old promise that I've been breaking <laughs> <laughs> with no prospects yeah of it that. wasn't nearly as boring as you told us it would be well I, I it's it's the way it worked out. The thing that disappointed me the most and has for all this time is the fact that I did actually record record uh, that first uh, that first pilot, and I can't find the script. But uh, oh, God, that's got to break your heart. Oh man, Nikki, we might have to recreate it. I, <laughs> that'd be a weird thing to do. It's like okay, recreated the pilot. Uh, now let's move on to something else. Okay. Nikki, you alright? You must be frustrated. I'm sorry, I'm eating dinner. I'm sorry. Take your time, relax, mange. And you should be. I'm (laughs) glaring around, staring at the wretched new Skype, and I'm catching up when you guys were writing. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) But mostly I'm stuffing spaghetti in my mouth, so I apologize. Spaghetti. A Mm. a traditional holiday meal. (laughs) Exactly. It is part of our family's tradition. Traditional holiday. <laughs> we eat mass quantities. We <laughs> consume mass quantities. So I'm sure I missed it. How is everyone? Hello. Blindy hey. was here, but he's not yeah. here now. Where'd he, he was go? here to be good. Be good. He, he was just yelling and yelling high and then running away. Yeah, like a poopy head. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, that is he coming back or is he gone? No. Oh, he is a poopy head. No, he's hanging out with all the cool kids. 
Yeah. He said, he said see y'all next me, year and we took off. The cool kids, hello. Uh, Just because he has a quote-unquote chance to spend quote-unquote time with quote-unquote friends and family. What a wait, job liver. (laughs) I am, personally. (laughs) In a a part of California that's not on fire. Hopefully, there is no such thing. All right, go ahead. Go forth, celebrate not being in a part of California that's on fire. He dissed you something fierce before he left, too. Holy crap. Oof. He did rough. what? Something fierce? What? He dissed you. Disrespected you. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you stirring up trouble? He Are said, you stirring up trouble for the he new He said, year? tell Nikki, he said, tell Nikki that I was going to say Merry Christmas, but sucks ah. to her asthmar. <laughs> I don't believe that's true. Well, <laughs> I think he probably said something along the lines of, Tell beloved Nikki to have a marvelous holiday and a brilliant new year. And oh my, how we shall all gather together and laugh and laugh and laugh in 2018. Hugs all round. Merry ho, ho, ho. Versus, I think she's on to us. Because <laughs> if he didn't say something like that, I'd give him such a smack. <laughs> she just knows him too well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry he can't be with us, but I'm glad he's off and about having fun. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good so, thing. so, Nikki, have you seen the new Star Wars movie, and can we say spoilers in front of you? Please play spoilers in front of me. I probably, me being me, won't get to see it till around, I don't know, 2035. So enjoy. Dive okay. in. Tell me about all about it. Did you like people it? people dressed as nuns. <laughs> okay, I lied. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see that. I'll text you when we get to that scene. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Nuns, robots, and spaceships. Gotta go. Oh, right. <laughs> so, so who, did you all the... see it? Or, or did I you have. Yeah. I have. And yeah, two. I think I everyone who wanted to see it has seen it. I have it's not. Right. <laughs> are, are we are we taking ourselves off that list, my dear? Oh me, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Adams, you go. I'm still shoveling. I'm still shoveling Star Wars out of my basement. So, <laughs> okay. So, so for those we don't have to talk about it yet. Then, oh, Posh, you know he wants to hear about it. Go on, tell but me. That scene, like that one scene where where Voldemort killed Spock was just over the 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 top. Just yeah, because Spock was completely. totally nailed Voldemort. It was Voldemort very unexpected. Was I have to admit. <laughs> yep. Interesting use of the Vulcan death bench, though. <laughs> See, yeah, Voldemort would have no chance against the Vulcan death grip. No the chance grip, whatsoever. Yes, right. Yeah, death because bench, what was I is, thinking? Yeah, excuse me. Yes, the Vulcan death grip, which is an amazing, amazing <laughs> piece of bench. Totally Probably. real thing. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I know it. I don't know about yep. you guys. Um... <laughs> and, you, and you finally get to find out which house Sherlock Holmes belongs in. Oh! Everybody yep. thought it would be I, I Slytherin, say, I right? I was shocked at first, but then I was like, "No, makes sense." Yep, <laughs> it wasn't Slytherin. Who would have thought he was a Lannister, right? <laughs> I would oh. never have guessed that. <laughs> oh. And then my favorite part was when Star Wars looked right into the camera and said, "I guess we really were Breaking Bad." <laughs> 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 Funny you oh, should man. say that. It's just about like that. 
Looking good. Still looking oh, good. Goodness gracious. Does that mean that you liked it? Didn't like it? Were ambivalent? It was. Oh, I liked it. Top, did like it? Okay. It's, it's kind of like well, it, actually, it had a lot in common with um, um, Empire Strikes Back in that it sets up a whole lot of stuff for the next movie. And I mostly liked it. Mm. Uh, my main thing was like Empire Strikes Back. It had some major timing issues. In fact, it made the Empire Strikes Back timing issues look positively quaint. So, yes, like yes. scenes happened before other scenes that should have been after. Almost. Like that. Oh, that the thing is terrible. that they're they basically tried to, 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 to squeeze what should take about a week in in like various different places, all scratched down into twelve hours. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Man, wow. did they Photoshop in Carrie Fisher? Yeah, uh, she was still alive for, for 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 this one. Okay, I was going to say, tell me about just, the corpse puppets. Yeah, she had just oh, just finished filming. <laughs> yeah, actually, oh, wow. they, they, they had a, her original scenes in it. Yeah, did they stick Harrison Ford in there and just airbrush his face to get rid of the wrinkles? Nope. No, they left but the they, wrinkles in. No, Harrison. They did airbrush Yoda all smooth, <laughs> which was weird. Very weird. <laughs> Disconcertingly sexy. <laughs> but young okay, you, can Yoda? Stop. you can stop right there I'm a little horrified I'll be back I think I need a moment I'll be back <laughs> wow oh, wow goodness. I, I'd better put my slideshow up very quickly <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the like Moff uh, was it Grand Moff Tarkin or whatever his name is there um in the uh, in Rogue One, I think pretty good movie, but whoa, that looked like some evil computer necromancy. <laughs> Just this horrible like photograph of a dead man. Yeah, they put walking Peter... around on a person's skin, uh, in a on a person's body. It was horrifying. They put Peter Cushing on on a on a. They put Peter Cushing's face on somebody. Yeah, it was gross looking. Like, oh, in, the, wow. in the last Star, well, yeah, yeah it was, was the last Star Wars movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not looking forward to seeing that done with uh, with Carrie Fisher there. And I think they did it in, yeah, I think they did it with, um, yeah, it was young Leia. Also, it was just gross looking. It was so weird. Yeah, I, I actually thought that the uh, Peter Cushing part came off okay, but the. The uh, the uh, the like young Leia didn't so much, and I found right. that a lot of uh, people seem to go one way or the other, with a rare yeah. few either hating both or 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 liking both. Well, that was oh, yeah, a weird thing. The, the, the earlier uh, Peter Cushing one was much better than the one at the very end of the film. Same, maybe I don't know why it was a little, seemed a little more off then. Maybe you got used to it or something, or you know, like you. Your brain no, no. When, in the earlier scenes, when he was there, I, I never, I didn't even notice anything. It, had, it took me a moment to realize that he didn't actually film that. But at the end, when they're just kind of standing at the window together, that didn't look natural at all. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Now I'm getting curious enough to actually see these. I, uh, yeah, I think they're worth, worth it. it. I think. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm. Uh, 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 Pardon me. Um, the, 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 my geek cred suffers for not having seen them, but it's one of those things where, you know what? Forty years ago, been there, done that. 
bought the T-shirt, yeah, and it's and the franchise is just you know have the, the Cracker Jack prize. The first new one um, was it Force Awakens is basically yeah. exactly the same thing. It's just mm-hmm. everything's a little bit bigger, and they have some corpse mm-hmm. puppets. <laughs> Damn. So you're you're not missing a whole lot. Yeah. I'll look for the DVDs next year or the year after or something and sit down and watch them. We'll find out. Yeah, it seems about right. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I, if I forgot to, if there was something on my list that I forgot, it's because I don't have a list. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got nothing else to cover. But if you, if you don't have a list, how can you check it twice? Ooh. That's a Zen cone. That's so timely. (laughs) <laughs> I know, it is. and and it's so true to life, really. Perhaps you should stop, pause a moment, make a list. I will make a holiday list, a happy holiday <laughs> list. <laughs> but in the happy meantime, holiday. if folks want to get into it, I did prepare, um, uh, and have plenty of stuff here ready and a lot to get through. And I, oh boy, oh boy. I'll be honest, with you folks. I did not run through any simulations of this, so I don't know what's what? gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen to you guys. I'm scandalized. I'm going to walk out in a huff. A huff, I tell you. I don't know. What's yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm gonna slam a door. Mm. I mean, maybe not the one that I'm going out through, but a door. <laughs> Some door. Some door somewhere. <laughs> and for the rest of your life. But um, I've got uh, I've got a, a script. For you guys, have you, have you all got your? Yes. Uh, have you all got? Have you all, have you all got your uh, character sheets for D? As far as I know, I've got the latest one. Okay. Then Somewhere I'm, here. I'm going to see if this actually. Nikki. Why does he always want me to be prepared? Oh, the Nikki, do you have your character? Do you have your character sheet anywhere? I might have it. Says the guy who was like, okay, everyone, y'all ready? Oh, I'm going to make the call. And then went, oh, oh no, my dice. And put my <laughs> dice down and scattered all of my fudge dice everywhere. Oh, crap. Oh, oh my oh. cat will help me find that them. Worse. That By eventually so- pushing them all under the couch. So uh, I'll just look under there in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> They'll turn up pretty yeah. much when you're walking across the floor in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they will turn. I know this from experience. What date is this? Why doesn't this have a damn date on it? <laughs> oh. Who keeps track of these things for me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you um, got to fire that assistant. <laughs> I apologize. Well, I had one. Could it possibly be the one from all the way back in March? No. Could be. That seems Does it kinda. tell you that does it tell um, you that you're third level? Third level. Oh no, this is all still level two. Where's my there it is! I found it. Whoop whoop. It looked different than the other ones. Whoop whoop whoop. Level three. I have nine hundred experience points. I thought you were gonna say fate. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> Yum yum. <laughs> them too, because I've been saying them. <laughs> Um, now, that, now the funny thing about it, this, yes? I'm sorry. Well, I just had one quick question, not to give anything away. No spoilers. This is a hypothetical question. That's fine. If, if your characters have made it to, say, hypothetically, level three, but then the story kind oh. of sort of 
goes back in time when they were still kind of, you know, young and fresh. Do they revert to their level one? That's a good question. Or do they stay at their near superhuman powers of level three? Only the cruelest or most genius-like of GMs. (laughs) (laughs) This, uh, Nikki, thank you, is a callback to something I mentioned earlier. In that, mm-hmm. in, you know, I don't like being helpful, in or having fun. <laughs> Sorry, but fun is off the table as far as Nikki is concerned. Damn, <laughs> she has said so herself. Thank you. That this That's is such a, a downer. <laughs> call back to something I said earlier, and that memory is a funny thing. <laughs> and when we recall certain episodes or times in our life or experiences, we generally tend to like to lean towards ourselves being a little bit more powerful, experienced, um, possessing more depth and and, and sex appeal. skill, mm-hmm. sex appeal and ability than we might have actually had at the time. And it can get a little fuzzy. And in this particular instance, it's it's <laughs> going to get as fuzzy as the third level will allow you all to be. Hooray. Good with that. Well, all hail our wondrous, clever, and oh-so-brilliant GM. You may even come away from it with something that you didn't know you had all this time. More yum-yums. Uh, d- that depends. <laughs> you can call call. You can call it. This is D and. Mm-hmm. This is D and. This is This is D and D. Here they're called iron rations. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think they got chocolate on them. <laughs> well, uh, uh, in the interests of uh, of uh, throwing caution to the wind and seeing what happens here. Here we go. Let's just dive right in with uh, with our Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition one-shot holiday special. Happy holidays to everybody. And I'm going to uh, put a script here into the Skype chat to see if it translates or at least appears. There, I hit, uh, I hit send. Can everybody see the first line that it says Adam? Oh, yes. Do we get to do the wiggly line noise now? Not yet. It's in the script. Oh, oh, oh. You don't have to read the whole thing. Just, just, um. I love you. you, Just your parts, uh, are, are noted if, uh, if it appears, uh, correctly for you. I think, uh. It appears to do so. Alrighty, then I'm going to begin. Here we go. Argante, Bonesteel, Crowthu, Cuddy, and Rogar had just concluded their battle with the fishmen and carrion crawlers at the walls of Wetstep. That was going to be Blind Geek's line, but I took it because he had to. You're proud of it. But he had to go and do a thing. And and uh, Andros is up next. Okay. Taking a knee and catching their breaths, they thought back to only a few weeks ago when life was simpler, more contained, and slightly less fraught with danger. When they were sailing aboard the Lisa May 
all they needed to worry about were pirates and slaver attacks. The wiggly sheet of saran wrap danced in front of their faces as they began to remember and relive one night in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Winter winds were howling across a rolling ocean. Ice and snow clung to all parts of the ship, and the dippers were frozen in the water barrels as flakes drifted down from a gray sky. But all the sailors were going on about their tasks, singing and smiling. For today was to be the yearly celebration at mid-ocean when the captain himself stood at the mainmast and personally served every member of the crew and all passengers on board the special treat of crisp, hot, toasted cheese. It was the captain's personal celebration of the goodwill and warm hearts he'd encountered, even as he suffered the sea-going gauntlets of evil beasts and wicked men over the years. Yes, this night would be crisp mast. The air was biting as the vessel made its slow journey to the port of Seepkurse, but the crew were busily exchanging presents of hand-carved scrimshaw naughty pictures and badly-tuned ocarinas carved from scrap wood. They were eagerly awaiting the evening meal in the ship's mess, followed by the delicacy put in the hold and paid for by the captain himself. Pounds and pounds of fine cheeses to be melted onto crisp bread over braziers set on the deck and served out by the captain to thank his hard-working shipmates and to cap off a beautiful and peaceful day of light duty. It was a decades-old tradition for some of them. Even the rescued slaves were invited to participate in the extravagant event. Then something went wrong. The captain was missing. The ship was oddly tilted to the stern, and a wild elven cleric of Pelor, dressed in the rags of his once fine gown, was shouting sincere warnings to the crew and waving them away for, for their own safety from the upper deck of the captain's cabin. He drew arcane symbols on the deck in the snow and muttered holy incantations of warning to protect the ship and crew from a terrible, glowing evil pulsing behind closed hatches. Someone had to venture beyond the barriers and fight the unknown danger. Yes, our heroes remember that night. The night they saved Christmas. <laughs> I love this already. <laughs> And thus the retroactive adventure begins. <laughs> you are all on deck. <laughs> the sailors themselves are, are 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 crowded into the into the bow and up into the rigging far away from the shouting cleric because sailors, as everyone knows, well while they love to stab a pirate or chop at a slaver, things that are beyond their ken. Strange, strange magics, ghosts, and weird things just bug them the hell out. (laughs) (laughs) So they're trembling in disappointment, knowing that the captain isn't around, that crisp mast might be ruined, and here's this wild... (coughs) Pardon me. This wild cleric is doing his best to keep them... Uh, keep them safe, keep them away, and uh, you all are on deck. What is this? Rogar stepping forward. 
and uh, like peering at this pulsing light, kind of sniffing the air, eyeballing it. Have I seen anything like this before? I don't believe you have, no. <clears throat> Looking back at my friends. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's ruining our snack. That is different. <laughs> if they say it must be destroyed, then it must be destroyed. Forward, my friends, to glory. Unless someone stops Rogar, mm -hmm. he's going to open the hatch or whatever other means of access we've been given. Ah, you brave ones! You brave ones approach! I see that you do not fear long-winded exposition. <laughs> Only when it goes too quickly. <laughs> not even an entire paragraph of italics could frighten me. <laughs> this and I love words. Speak on. <laughs> this cleric of Pelor, uh, who is wearing his, uh, his um, holy... His holy gown, which is now in tatters and rags because he was, in fact, yes, a rescued slave, oh. is, oh. is uh, weaving his his arms around and, and continuing to refresh uh, the sigils that he's drawing in the snow on the deck and occasionally flinging some magic sparkles towards the hatches uh, that, uh. Uh, that, are, that are the entrance to the captain's cabin. Approach, then! Approach! The captain has triggered a curse of great power and evil. I have seen this before in many forms and in many lands. And as you lean in close, you can almost smell the pickled herring he was fed for breakfast as he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> there are a multitude of strange worlds. Odd places, entire existences overlapping our own. Sometimes all it takes is to find the thin curtain between strange moments, to slip through to them, or for them to appear right here among us. Excuse me, I have to go and puke over the side for a moment. Rogar watches him go and do so with exactly the same attentiveness that he was giving to his speech. <coughs> I wonder if this has to do with the apocalyptic visions I saw back at, at my old temple. <coughs> Doubtless. Oh. Did they have an old old man cleric puking over the side and weird light coming from a door? Doubtless. <laughs> There, were, there, were, there were, were weird lights coming from doors and windows and all sorts of places, but no clerics. Just my fellow monks. Well, <laughs> my friend, the law of the sea dictates we must save the captain. He returns. Especially if we want to have our snack. Very Especially important. if we want to have our snack. He returns to his guarding yes. post in front of the evil glowing and, 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 speaks, and speaks further. A piece of such a world has invaded this ship from within the captain's cabin. No doubt it was released by some strange object looted from an attacking pirate or slaver. One can seldom tell what is a safe box to open or trinket to handle unless there is arcane sight put into use. I have stopped the progress of it with my wards. But I can do little more than contain it to his quarters. 
I have meditated and snatched fleeting details on the nature of this calamity, and it requires the bravest, most resilient, and deadliest heroes we can send to right what is wrong. Captain Penders is trapped somehow within this cursed piece of space, and I will chant myself now into a trance so that I can discover the solution and repeat it to you in some kind of cryptic and obscure bad poetry. No, why don't you just explain to us what you already know before you go into your trance? It is too late, he is in his trance. Stand oh, no. Back. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn. Stand well, back, I need room for drama. He <laughs> his arms around. Argante starts looking around for some sort of weapons to collect to take in with them. <laughs> the mightiest heroes in the land aren't around. You'll have to do with us. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> We're what you got. <laughs> Just as he starts rolling his eyes back and dancing to his right, flailing his arms, and dancing to his left, flailing his arms, and wobbling his head around, um, mm. uh, several sailors approach... Some tr- sailors approach from behind tentatively and uh, more than happy to allow the bravest, best, and strongest to go rather than any of them. They do prefer a gift to each of you. Oh, and, they do? Yes. You don't have to take them from them? Okay. And that would be... What do they give us? They give you each a superior healing potion. Uh, that doesn't bode well that we're going to need one. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Just saying... She says in a nervous Nelly sort of voice. <laughs> okay. We get a healing potion. A soup. Well, is it in a bottle? A flagon? It's is in it a, a small bottle. It... It's a bottle. Okay. It is in a small bottle. And, Topical uh, or ingestible? <laughs> you have to drink it. <laughs> you do have to drink it, I'm afraid. The cleric, the well, cleric. We don't have of, time to read the instructions, will we? The, <laughs> the cleric of Palor, uh, suddenly stops dead still, tilts his head back, and begins reciting the results of his trance in another worldly voice. And I'm going to, uh, recite it to you, but I'll also post it in the chat so that you, um, so that you don't have to worry about memorizing any of it or listening to it, but uh, he, oh, he, uh, here we go. Oh, now there's a wiggly line. <clears throat> Still no pencil. <laughs> he speaks. Penders, ever trapped will be until the scarlet elf you see. But no such being will appear so long as there is death to fear. Destroy the evils in that place, but take your time. It's not a race. The flow of minutes in our veil is slower than a creeping snail. With portal wide as you step in it, gone you'll be for just a minute. That will be our point of view. Your task might seem an hour or two. Of the evils, there are four. I cannot scry beyond the door, else I'd give you counsel wise from what they are to their sock size. (laughs) You'll know if you have victory when the scarlet elf you see. 
The scarlet elf will free our boss. Of life or limb no suffered loss. The ship restored right as we please, with time enough to serve the cheese. A magic gift to each brave soul who ventures to achieve this goal. Save our special day of fun, and Pela bless us, everyone. <laughs> well done. Okay, he set that to music. He snaps out of his trance, waves his arm, and now there appears to be a shimmering portal where the hatches of the captain's cabin were. And the pulsing evil seems to die down a bit, allowing you ingress if you are brave enough to take the step and try to save Crisp Mast. Well, yes, but where are our weapons? I assume uh, we have them on us. Where would they be? Do we? Yeah. Or were we, we were hanging out on the deck waiting for snack time. We can, we can grab them quickly. We can probably <laughs> forward. All right. On a ship that's constantly and unexpectedly attacked by pirates and slavers, do you really mm. think you would lounge about on deck and have no weapons about you? I mean, Only really. my ship had a Lido deck, and I don't think this one does. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, but stepping aside quick like a bunny, it's driving me crazy. What the hell are the pins, the pins in the rail? What are those called? Thingy Belaying pins. pins. Belaying pins. Belaying pins. I want one of them. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I slip one of those in my sash and get ready to go through the door. It's only going to do one D4, but you're welcome to it. <laughs> Good call. And you can stab with it. Don't know. That's the key. You don't know what you're going to need it for. This is true. And this is true. <laughs> Once again, Rogar will uh, will step forward. Unless someone stops him, he's going to take the lead here. All right behind you. I'm with you. Me as well. And Blind Steel flourishes his cape, bows to the cleric, and steps in along with the rest of you. Oh wait, I was supposed to start the music here. Oh crap. Oh, I missed my cue. Music here. I missed my cue. I feel as though something is missing. <laughs> if only there were some music to urge us on. <laughs> Alright then. Ah. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> Upon, this is what you see, here we go. Upon moving through the porthole, you all find yourselves in a magnificent, stately drawing room. It could come straight from the mansion of the wealthiest of nobles on Zutane. Twenty feet square. There's rich, dark wainscoting on the walls, and above that, rich, dark green and gold wallpaper. There's standing candelabrum in all four corners, a light with a dozen candles each. A few feet in front of you, on the floor, an exotic and beautiful-looking Blucian rug with tassels. Yes, I call it a Blucian rug because on Zutane there is no such place as Persia. <laughs> but so it's this, just like that it's different. just like that so this rug with tasseled it covers a small portion of the bare wood polished floor on the wall to your right there is a massive fireplace 
massive enough and deep enough to walk into. The cold remains of a sped fire lays dark within it. Behind you, a wall of shelves filled with strange curios surrounding the double doors it appears you entered through. Against the wall to your left, the most bizarre thing in the room. Somebody brought in a little pine tree, a tree, dancing with lights of all colors and seeming to be decorated with shiny globes of metal and glass. Beyond the weird but beautiful tree and against the same wall is an ornate-looking suit of plate armor on a four-inch tall stand. On the opposite side of the room, you see a tall bay window with the curtains opened wide to reveal both a dim, ghostly reflection of your party in the glass and a dark, snowy night in the thin country woods outside. Below the window is a massive toy chest. It is stuffed so full that the lid can barely close. In fact, it cannot close. Roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Well, that's... That escalated quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got an 11 plus 4, so it's a 15 for me. Okay, Cuddy got a 15. 5 plus 4, 9 total over here. 2 plus 1 equals a 3 total for Krothu. I'm sorry, Rogar, did you say 19? I wish I did. I said uh-huh. nine. Oh, nine. Okay. And uh, and uh, Crowfu, you got three. Three. Three total. Three total. Wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he got stuck in the door. He's caught on the doorknob. <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. Don't feel too bad. Uh, Bone Steel got no. six. Nikki, I'm sure you know, but on your character sheet, yeah. if someone were looking for the initiative number... It's a plus they... two. Okay. I do know, though I did have to look for it. But I rolled 18, so I've got 20. 20? Wow. You get to go first, maybe. Oh, damn! I mean, I rolled a one. <laughs> I've got three as well. I'm going to need the um, in this instance, and it kind of works out this way with the with bone steel uh, marginally here. I'm going to need Argante Cuddy. <laughs> it's the ghost of bone steel. Bone steel. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the ghost of bone steel past. Do you believe in <laughs> exactly. me or not? Um, I'm going to need Argante, Cuddy, and uh, Krothu and Rogar to roll me initiative again. You know what I'm doing here. Uh, no. yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, dear. I rolled a 19 on the die. <laughs> I rolled a 19 on the die. Mm. Oh, now I roll a 15. Great. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 14. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this this is <laughs> at least we have a sense of humor about it. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, um, uh, Andros, you rolled a what? Oh, no, that was just Erica asking me why I was laughing. Oh. <laughs> what uh, what what was your second roll there for uh, for the other guys? Oh, initiative? mine is nineteen. Nineteen? Oh crap! 
Wow. Okay, getting off to a good start. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I'm on board so far. This, this is just uh, this is just where we, we want them. We have them right, <laughs> right where we want them. And uh, as always, let me know if the music gets too intrusive or or uh, overpowering or whatever. Run to that. At any rate, uh, there we are. What would you guys like to do? It's a strange Can you place. Your butt and go home and get a snack. Oh, sorry. One would hope. <laughs> <laughs> One would hope. Well, it's, a, it's a beautiful and strange room mm-hmm. that we've actually stepped into. We're not hovering in the doorway. We're actually in the room. You are actually, yes, physically in this alternate universe, which happens to be a twenty-foot by twenty-foot stately drawing room with a very odd. Surprisingly compelling, beautiful little tree. Mm-hmm. And Argante can't help but feel drawn to go over towards it and maybe reach out and touch one or two of the items on it. Hmm. Okay. Oh, crap. I didn't arrange you guys an order of initiative. Oh. Crap. Well, then <laughs> maybe she's not doing that. Maybe she's hovering behind the guys in the doorway. <laughs> Shame on me. Here we go. That's fine, too. Two, three, six, nine. Wow, you guys really didn't do very well. <laughs> no. All right, cut it. We kind of biffed it a little bit on that one. Uh, I just and... realized that a Christmas tree mimic would be a really evil thing. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> Exterminate. Do not make the subtext text. Where were you raised? <laughs> Perhaps Argante does have more brains than she's currently showing, and she's not touching nothing. <laughs> well, you did say that you were moving toward the tree. Yeah, yes, at which point... <laughs> at which point, well, what that means is you would have to travel um, uh, across the floor over uh, in the direction of and stepping on that Blusian rug... Which, much to your shock and surprise, leaps up off the floor and takes a swipe at your head with a tassel very quickly. However, because you rolled a, a 20, you were able to miss, <laughs> miss that particular attack. And Woo-hoo! know that uh, this is not an ordinary, this is not just uh, anybody's ordinary rug. Holy crap. It's, uh, it's Holy crap. animated. <laughs> It is an animated rug that is going to attempt to do you harm. Awesome. Oh dear. Am I allowed to hit back with my rapier? That, uh, with the 20 that or you rolled? Yet. No, with the 20 that you rolled, yes you are. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to take that tassel right off that rug. And, 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 uh, so you shall. All you need to do is roll a d20 and, uh, let, uh, let me know what, uh, it says on the d20. Oh. Okay, I can do that. I was busy looking for the d8 because I'm convinced I'll do some damage to it. Okay, uh, I rolled a 15? You rolled a 15. Okay, with your attack <sighs> bonus of 4, that makes a 19 total, and holy cow, that really very easily. It's the rug. You go ahead and roll a D8 to find out what kind of damage you did to the sucker. I'm trying to find which one that looks like. 
I never used that. That's the one that's the two pyramids stuck together at their base. That's what I thought. I'm finding more than pyramid. I'm sorry. There it is. There it is. I got one. There you go. Here we go. Oh, bugger. I only got a two. (laughs) So I rolled a two and I get a plus two, so that's four. Four damage. You take a swipe at that. But tassel. You take a swipe. <laughs> exactly. You take a swipe. It tries to get completely out of the way, but ooh, you slice one of those tassels right off. And if it could scream, it probably would. <laughs> Joining you at your side in order to combat this strange thing that should never have leapt up off the floor, but uh, who knows? In a weird room like this in the dead of winter with a pine tree in it, anything could happen. But since Cuddy had the good holiday sense to roll a 15, he's still faster than the rug and comes to your aid. Cuddy, what would you like to do? Thanks, Cuddy. Cuddy, that's your cue. Cuddy, where are you? Hey! There we are. I was, as I was saying... uh, Curse this piece of fluff! Since it's a rug, I don't think punching it's going to do anything, so I'm going to draw uh, my short swords. Or, what is it here? Yeah, short sword sword. And uh, if I can, strike it in the location where um, Nikki's character is not. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it has not enveloped Nikki. Not completely. Okay, good. All right. It's still flopping about. It made the attempt, Ooh. but it missed her. I rolled a 20. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Diggity. Yeah. Oh, cool. Is this awesome. a thing you can't crit? <laughs> you could absolutely crit. You rolled a 20. So that uh, oh, okay. that's, that's uh, 2D. I know in the old version, you couldn't crit things that didn't actually have that. Well, in 5th edition, you roll 2d6 here, and then we'll add, uh, and that'll be uh, your damage. Okay. 2d6. Okay. Uh, 9. Excellent. 2d6 uh, gives you a 9. Your damage bonus of 4 gives you a 13. And the rug is skewered straight through. With, uh, did I say 13? Yeah, 13. Yeah. Skewered straight through by your short sword. Hooray! Would you you like to make use of your, uh, of your, uh, um, your, uh, uh, unarmed strike? Yes. I would. Oh, oh, what, uh, unarmed strike. Um, why not? It's free. I might as well try it. Sure. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh, good. I've and that one is a 16, um, plus 16, plus 6. Wow. That again, very, very easily slams a hard, well-trained monk fist right in the middle of this rug, probably very near where you stabbed it. And mm. it starts to wiggle almost as much as the saran wrap in front of your faces as you're having this memory. Oh, good. Clearly it is in pain. And that, I believe, is... Oh, what is that? A D4. So if you roll me a D4, then we'll, uh, we'll add that damage too. 
Okay. Three. A three. Okay, an additional seven points of damage on the rug, and it hasn't even mm. had a chance to wrap itself around everybody anybody yet. This may be a shorter yeah. night than I thought. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a preemptive sort of thing. Hey, you know, you got to nip some dangers in the bud. That's right. Okay. Uh, it's the rug's turn. Let's see. Let's roll the d4 and find out which one of you it goes after. Two. Two. Uh. Right. Okay. Argante, I need you to roll. I need you to roll yes. me a... A thing. I'm trying to find its thing. Here we go. Okay. I need you to roll a... Uh, no, what I need to do is roll a d20. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> you can have us roll for the bad guys. I just try it again. Yes. Yes. Why is this not working for me now? Oh, okay, that's better. Nineteen. Plus five to hit. Nineteen. Oh, twenty-four. <laughs> twenty-four, I think. Uh, 24, I yeah. think, is, uh, Nikki's, uh, is way, is 10 above Nikki's armor class. So this rug has now wrapped itself around Argante like hot plastic sucked against a mold in a vacuum form. Oh no! Completely around your... <laughs> you like that? Yep. Yep. When it comes yep. around, unless you're freed from it uh, uh, fr- from beforehand, which may or may not happen, <laughs> you it's are really now here. you are now in a grappled condition, and we'll Uh-oh. find out what happens. Uh, we'll find out if it happens uh, as this thing is trying to suffocate you to death, and oh, and ripper in two, and all kinds of unpleasant. I things. can't, I can't poke it with a dagger or set it on fire or something. You can take <laughs> action against it on your turn, but uh, it's. Ah. Uh, it's uh, it's its turn right oh. now. Oh, fine. So three, um, and one, four. I'm afraid you're gonna have to take four points of bludgeoning damage. That's just mean. What with it being crisp masked and everything. But I fine. know, not very friendly. Oh. Mm. Rogar, so you get wit- for getting some sort of demonic something something. Yep. So. <laughs> Captain didn't know what not to touch and apparently set off a terrible thing. Rogar, you yeah. witnessed this happening. What would you like to do? Uh, giving a mighty cry and rushing forward to lay talon on this thing, pulling and tugging on it, trying to unwrap it from my friend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Let's see. What can we do? What can we do here? Maybe uh, you could to... cut it or something. Help! I don't know if I could give a help action or something like that in this. I'm not sure how it would work. <laughs> I think in this case we're just going to apply the escape uh, the escape DC to your attempt to um, pull it away from her. In which case mm. you're trying to defeat the creature's grapple on Argante. So roll a d20 and uh, call it an escape. Uh, Call it an escape DC of 13. That would either be your athletic okay. or your strength. Well, let's see here. If I can add 
you said that was that was something or strength, and the something dropped uh, out. What was it? Athletics. Okay, very strength. good. Thank you. So seven plus a four from strength makes that an eleven. Bummer. You pull on it. You claw at it. It seems just totally, completely determined to stay clinging to Argante until she is either um, until she is smothered and dead and victimized so that it can digest her from within. That is super mean. Super, well, hey, it's DC-13 is about your it, uh, spell it, safety, it is, so... It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Bone Steel is going to attempt to... Uh, Bone Steel is going to attempt to um, get out a dagger and try and cut the thing without slicing... Argante. And he rolls an 8. His uh, attack bonus gives him a 13. He manages to get uh, the edge of the dagger under the bottom um, up towards the top trying to keep away from your head. And so he's going to roll a d4. And the d4 is going to give him where's the d4? Ooh! Max damage. So he does four points of damage on the rug, which remains, nice. which remains clinging to Argante, but is now mi- missing a tassel and seeming to be ripped nearly halfway down. You can see Argante's arm sticking out of the top of it, but it's still smothering her face. Uh, that brings us to Krothu. I'm going to be making a bet that this thing is thick enough that it shouldn't hurt. Argante too much if I grab one of these standing candelabras and jab the <laughs> candles in, in, into, into the side of this rug. Try it! See what happens! <laughs> <sighs> right, you heard the lady. My die roll was a 16. 16 very easily hits its, uh, hits its armor class. I'm trying to figure what kind of what kind of damage that would do. I guess it would be fire damage. Um, yeah, roll a, uh, and it's in this particular case, between the, uh, the fact that it's been, um, jabbed with, uh, a heavy, a dozen heavy candles at least, because the candelabrum had a dozen on each, um, it's going to take at the very least five points of, uh, fire damage, which sets it ablaze. And start uh, crumbling it away from Argante. <laughs> it's a little hot now. <laughs> it, it releases his, its grip and bursts oh. into flames uh, um, um, down around Argante's feet. And I'm going to imagine that you step hotly away from it in order to avoid. I handspring away from it using my acrobatics. Thank you. Ooh. And thus, uh, and thus the party defeats the first of the four dangers, the four Ooh. evils that inhabit this strange room trapping the captain. Alright, I'm not going near the tree. <laughs> not going near the tree. <laughs> it's a Christmas tree and, no wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we proud of ourselves for that? Are we really? <laughs> He planned this out before I said a thing, so whatever's in here is not my fault. 
I can oh, just... good one. Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone roll me a perception check, please. Yay. And... Well, lady... Oh. Oh. Belatedly, I remember that I can detect magic. Is that at all helpful in this place? I doubt it. All right. Magic, yes, it's here. (laughs) (laughs) All over the place. Perfectly ordinary rug. They do that sometimes. (laughs) To quote, (laughs) my die roll of two with my plus three perception is a five total for Crowthu. Okay, five for Crowthu. I'm back to form. (laughs) Cuddy has a total of nine. Shiny. (laughs) Basically, my natural state of mind. That's where you are. (laughs) Okay, five for uh, Crowthu, nine for Cuddy. What did did everybody else get? Grand total of seven over here for Rogar. Seven for Rogar. Sixteen plus two for me. Oh, Lord. Oh, dear. (sighs) Sixteen plus two, eighteen. All right, you, uh... Having uh, having been attracted to can kill me. <laughs> paying attention, <laughs> having been attracted to and paying attention to the tree to begin with, uh, you glance back up at it with with misgivings and suspicion because it lured you over the rug simply by being there and being weird. You do notice that uh, among the metal and glass ornamentation that adorn this strange little pine tree all over the place. Some of them are clear glass and round, and one of them in particular is moving about. Oh. Moving about in what way, please? Like actively circling the tree, changing position, or something's wiggling inside it? The last of what you said. Ah, Something is wiggling inside it. You're not quite close enough to make out what it is, but you know that that must be going on. You've seen, you've seen at least little traps or, or, uh, or, or strange bags with puppies in them. But something is moving around inside that glass ball. Gentlemen, is it better or not to hurl a dagger at that moving object? To see what happens. Because I personally don't want to go and touch it. Hmm. Um. Hmm. But it, whatever happens will affect us all. Hence my question. <laughs> well, does the dragger magically come back to you? Um, no, but I have the spare bronze dagger that I got off the, the rope monster from the very... Be- this. Oh, I don't have it! Oh, we haven't been there yet. Oh, bugger, we're in the past. <laughs> you, just, did, you did damn, pick damn, up damn, a belaying pin, pin, though, didn't you? I my belaying pin. There you go. Which should you shatter do. glass do it. that no I brought sense. in with me. I would like to hurl my belaying pin at the moving ball. Thing moving in the ball. Well, go ahead and roll a d20 and see how accurate you are. And I rolled up. Oh, hot diggity. I rolled a 19. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Hot diggity. With your attack bonus, that gives you a 23, and that strikes the clear glass ornament head-on with the tip of the belaying pin. You hear a kind of a dull-sounding dull, th- dull sounding bap 
and the belaying pin drops in among the branches of the of the of the tree, but the glass ball the glass ball is intact. However, it has stopped wiggling. Oh. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm heading over there to Don't touch it unless anyone <laughs> unless anyone stops me. Be careful. Spading <laughs> the obvious, that's what I do. <laughs> and by investigate, I mean prod it with my sword. Don't touch it! <laughs> as you approach or, the tree, prod it with my spear, sorry. <laughs> as you approach the tree and bring you the tip of your sword up to the clear glass ball, you note that there's not something but someone inside it. And peering a bit more closely, you see that it is the unconscious body of Captain Elias Penders. As oh, if, no. As if he were trapped inside a solid glass ball, and something <laughs> came along and rammed the wall of it against his face, <laughs> bashing him unconscious with it. Friends, well, do me a favor. Don't tell him it was me. <laughs> It is just as the cleric said. We must find this crimson elf and defeat the other three dangers. I'm going to look around keenly for danger. Speaking of the other three dangers, um, the four of you notice that as soon as Rogar got within a touching distance of the tree, the ornate suit of plate armor began to move. Began to what? Sorry. It began to move. To move. It did. In a directed sort of way, or like a light little happy skipping dance. <laughs> like one hand um, that was resting on the large mace that rested that uh, stood stood up that both its hands were on, moved down along to the handle, gripped the mace, and a foot stepped off the four-inch pedestal it was standing on. And it turned its head towards Rogar and the rest of the party uh, as uh, as the tree was approached. Yeah, and it is moving. Oh, dear. It is moving towards you. I have the feeling I didn't notice this yet. Rogar, <laughs> I think you want to come back here. <laughs> no, middle. Good cookies for you. Okay, that definitely gets my attention. <laughs> Argante. Round and <laughs> you whip around and see Argante having rolled the twenty initiative gets yes. to go after the suit of armor first. Awesome. So, um, Argante, it's your go what? again. What me? Oh, you didn't hear my exclamation of, who gets to do it? <laughs> oh, so it's, it's me first, is oh, it? Oh, you guys are staying in it. Your guys are, you're in initiative and combat the whole time you're in here. Okay. I like it. I am, I am, I am just going to go straight at it with my rapier, possibly with, uh, I don't know if it would help me, probably not, to use a fabulous acrobatic movement. Ooh! Uh, you may do a, a fabulous appetite movement. On its shoulders and 
wrench its helmet off. So you're attempting to go for a grapple? Yes. Okay. No. That's bad. I'm bad at that. <laughs> no, I will just go and try and um, I will try and distract it with my rapier. Keep it occupied while everybody else gangs up on it. That's what I will do. Ha yes. ha ha! Considering you have a strength oh, of plus zero, not. that's probably wiser. Yes, I think so too. Now that I've had a second to reflect, <laughs> so <laughs> I will distract it. <laughs> Yeah, on guard, tin pot thing. <laughs> I'm going That's to consider you all now to be close enough to this thing um, because it's a 20 by 20 room and you know to look out oh. for danger. You're, you've got each other's backs. From this point forward, you're going to have a, a pack tactics. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. <clears throat> so what we're waiting on is a D20 roll from uh, Argante. I'm sorry. Um, did anybody bother to look up in this room when we stepped in? Not yet. Okay. Oh. Or the GM would have described anything. Of I'm, I'm thinking like perhaps some potentially deadly chandelier. But anyway, um, I don't think that that that, that there's such a thing as a a lurker above in this version of of the game yet. So go ahead. It's it, all it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, it's not all good because I just rolled a three, and this thing is going to wallop the snot out of me unless you guys can get in there and disable it. <laughs> Argante. Yes. <laughs> you have pack tactics. That means you have an advantage because you're liking the thing from hell. So what is your three on your first roll? Uh, Oh, thank you. Okay, it's been a long time. Oh, bugger! Now I only have a bloody seven. That's not much. (laughs) A seven. All right, but it's better than a three. With your attack bonus of four, that gives you an eleven. I'm afraid no. This is a plate armor. Okay. Ah. Okay, it uh, it doesn't much it doesn't much like the fact that it's uh, that it's being surrounded by these folks, and uh, and it's going to it's going to um, go ahead and, and roll itself. It gets what it, it's going to go after. Let's roll a d4. Going to go after Cuddy. Oh, and it rolls a. Come on, Adam. Where is it? Go ahead. That's the box, right? Click the thing. It rolls a three, giving it a seven total. And I don't believe okay. seven meets your meets your <laughs> your armor, armor class. class. No, it doesn't. Children okay. are evil and deserve nothing. Mm-hmm. An otherworldly voice is not true. seems to emanate from its helm. Yeah. And as you duck out of the way, um, your your initiative uh, order now makes you the next one up to uh, take on this abomination ah. of uh, animated armor evil. Okay. You're welcome to use any of the items that you got on you, short sword uh, or quarter or um, staff. Okay. Uh- um, I'm thinking of just use. I'm just thinking of using flurry of blows on this thing. You can uh, you can use flurry of blows as a bonus action if you make use of an attack action. Okay, 
Sounds good. Okay, attack action with the short sword. Um, no, no, I'm going to use the fi- fi- uh, the fist kick, uh, my, my unarmed attack instead. I think bludgeoning's better on this thing. Well, you do have a D8 punch. You do have a D8. Andros. I'm sorry, not yeah. Andros. Cuddy. You do have a quarter staff. I do have a quarter staff? Oh, okay. I didn't is it have a buck and a quarter down. quarter staff? <laughs> um, yes, okay. Quarter staff is just, is even better than I only mention that because and it's a D8 rather than a D4. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And uh, you're I also. Yeah. 16 plus 6. 16. Ooh. 16 plus 6 is a 22, which does defeat its armor class. Go ahead and roll me a D8, please. Good on you, mate. D8. B. Ah, a 2. A 2. With your attack bonus, put 6 points of damage to begin with on this sucker. Okay. And I can use my flurry blows as my attack. As your bonus action, absolutely. Bonus action. And... I didn't have what Flurry Blows actually does written down on here. <laughs> well, you punch it and I you have... kick it. I, okay. If you're gonna, what, yeah. what do if I get? Gonna, extra if extra you, two, two times? You get uh, one one hit and another hit. Depending oh, okay. on how many key points you spend. If you want to spend a bunch of key points, then you get uh, an additional strike per key point. But if you spend just one ah. for Flurry of Blows, then you get to punch it yeah. twice or kick it twice. Okay. But you will have to DM than we deserve. You will have uh, to roll for those attacks, though. Okay, nine plus six, and a ooh, thirteen plus six. Okay, nine plus six. So a, a fifteen and a um, um, nineteen. Well, remember, you're still in pack tactics, and that's going to apply for these as well. So your first attack is a nineteen that beats its armor. What is your second attack? Oh, the second attack was a 19. I'm sorry. The first attack was a... 15. Um, what did I say? Uh, yeah, talking about rolls, your first roll was a 15. Your second roll was a 19. Right. Now, now you can go ahead and uh, uh, do another attack with a fist or, or kick. Um, rolling oh, okay. a d20 twice. Okay. Uh, 17? Without my bonus? 17 with your bonus gives you a 23. That also easily hits. So roll okay. me a d4 and then roll me a d4 again. Okay. Uh, both of them are twos. Okay, both of them are twos. That's six. That's 12 points of damage, additional damage on this suit of armor. Okay. <clears throat> Spinning around and bringing your foot to its midsection, you actually do manage to dislodge the lower portion of the breastplate and then ducking down and bringing an elbow back uh, into its helm you manage to get a solid elbow up against its face and dent it even as it was saying that children were evil and deserved nothing Such a oh thing good I'd come. want to go for the helmet anyway yes and so you did bang <laughs> um yeah it uh, it didn't like that and it doesn't feel very healthy about it. Rogar, seeing uh, Cuddy duck deftly out of the way after those two solid blows, it is now your turn to uh, to smash into this thing, or do what as you will. By the way, what what uh, armor class are you at? Do you have your shield with you, or are you spear only? 
makes sense that like close quarters like this, I'd have the uh, the shield and spear. So be it. You're at armor class 17. And I'm going to maybe just for flavor, for description here, um, you know, bash this thing with the uh, with the shield, and then uh, bring the hand axe down, trying to like cut off a leg or or cripple a knee, bend the armor, something like that. Absolutely. Hey, so that's a grand total of ooh, okay, that's a grand total of fourteen. Fourteen with your attack bonus gives you a twenty. That meets, uh, that exceeds its armor class. You do hit. So with uh, hand axe, I believe. Uh, it should be a D six plus four, if I uh, remember correctly. That is absolutely yeah. correct. Looks like I've got a seven total here. Three on the die. Three on the die. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, three on the die. Absolutely. Seven more points of damage on this armor. Ooh. It is not happy at all. Yes, you managed to chop, uh, you managed to chop off actually one of its armored arms. Sadly, nice. it is not the one that was holding <laughs> them all. But, uh, the, uh, an, uh, an armor, an armor, an empty armored arm goes clanking to the floor and goes completely still, unanimated, but the thing is still breathing at you. It's just a mercy that it's not a disembodied arm that's crawling after us. You should all freeze to death in the snow. It's not very friendly, is it? <laughs> Excuse me. All right, Bone Steel. Bone Steel sees us that kind of success and is inspired and rolls a d20 of his own to try and stab this thing between the helm and where it meets the neck with his rapier. And what does he roll? So he rolls a five at first, not so good. And then he rolls, he rolls another five. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Both. we've all been there. Uh, the thing seems to be uh, a little bit faster, per- perhaps, without the weight of the ar- arm oh, bearing it down. Uh, or at least it's, uh, it managed to duck quickly out of the way when Bone Steel tried to stab it through. Crowthu, you're up next. It's clanking, uh, it's clanking, trying, uh, uh, back along the wall, trying to get away from you folks. Um, but it seems surrounded, and it's swinging its maul in front of itself. What would you like to do? Did we lose, did we lose Crowthu? Maybe we didn't. No, I was just muted. Oh, okay, so good. Thank technically, God. I have the, I technically have a, like, quarterstaff, even though I haven't bought one yet. Memory is a funny yeah, thing. Funny thing. <laughs> if, oh, wait, if nothing else, I can just say that the that the top of the candelabra got got knocked off when I attacked the rug thing with it, and that will serve as a quarterstaff. So, or there were nice. plenty of weapons on board to play with while you were there, and you just happened to have one on yep. you. Which that works too. My die rolls were unmodified: a one and a twelve. A one and a twelve. No, not two hundred and twelve, Adam. Try again. <laughs> One out of twelve with your attack bonus of six gives you an eighteen, which is exactly this plate armor's armor class. You met it, therefore hit it. So uh, awesome. that's a that's a D eight for your quarter staff. D eight. Six on the roll. 
Six on the roll with your damage bonus of four gives him ten damage, additional damage on this suit of armor. Right. It's ten. Ten. And then I get... You, uh, you would get a bonus action of uh, unarmed strike except for the fact that the blow that you delivered with... What the hell? Let's say the candelabrum. Uh, metal on metal. Smash this sucker's helmet down into its torso, at which point it went all stiff. The uh, hand, the, the gauntlet that was curled around the mace uh, slowly uncurls, the mace drops to the floor, and it goes clanking into lifelessness. You have defeated the second of the four evils in this room. Well done! I well found done. a magic candelabra. Well done. <laughs> my brother George was here. He's my brother George. Like candelabras. Oh, man. Should I be happy about that reference or just feel old? <laughs> be happy. Uh, and don't worry. I'm the one who made it. Goodness me. So quickly. <laughs> so quickly we are churning through these. Maybe, uh... Maybe the evils will get uh, a little more challenging. Evil. It's evil. fine. It's fine. It's, yeah, we're cool. I, we're good. I, I don't good. think they need to get more challenging. I've already been pretty smacked around. Thank you so much. Thank That's you. why they make those those uh, those, those healing potions that they give us for. What's up next? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> I, I think we're fine. We're fine. Everything's good. Everything's all right. We're doing great. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Boring conversation, anyway. Um. Yeah. So there it is. The uh, the ornament, the clear glass ornament on the tree, um, seems to move just slightly, and uh, the miniaturized figure of Captain Penders seems to be sitting up, rubbing its head, holding both its head in both hands. <laughs> His head. Uh, we're coming, Captain. And looking clearly <laughs> around. You. Yes, <laughs> <Someone fiends>. <laughs> We're dealing with the situation. A blaying pin was involved. That's about all we know right now. Mistakes were made. What would you like to do next? I can repeat any description of any part of the room that uh, I it's assailed you with before, if you're interested. But uh, there was a big window, right? Big well, window. I nominate. Uh, <laughs> I have a suggestion also. Okay, what are you go, thinking of? Oh, I'm no, no. thinking. I was going to say Nikki should go first since her character initiative. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she usually finds them pretty good anyway. Evil magic, very dangerous. You go first. <laughs> exactly. I very nearly did that, but then said, I'll go first. <laughs> no. No, I like exploring this room. <laughs> there I'm was. With you. There was the tree, the armor, the rug, mm-hmm. which is, we've, two of them are gone. There was the big window with drapes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there a fireplace? There was. A big one that you could walk into. Not too, but it uh... has a fire glowing in it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Is it a fire cool. glowing or a fire raging? <laughs> fire burning? I'm trying to find the room description again. Where was I? Where was I? I'm sure that there's no such thing as a fire elemental. Now it's okay. It's okay. Okay, here we are. Fine. On Nothing the opposite, I am not reassured by this. 
or an or an ifrit. I'm sure those are just mythological creatures. <laughs> going to refresh. <laughs> uh, going to refresh the 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 uh, description that I only read you one time uh, okay. for uh, both those things. On the opposite side of the drawing room. This is from when you first came in. On the opposite side of the drawing room, you see a tall bay window with curtains opened opened wide to reveal both the dim, ghostly reflection of your party in the glass, yada, 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 dark, snowy night outside, yada, yada. Below the window is a massive toy chest. It is stuffed <gasps> so full that the lid cannot close. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We have a winner. I'm going to go over <laughs> by the toy chest. <laughs> There's also a... And There's the mimic. For the, fire, for the fireplace... <laughs> I'll give you pictures of all Why these things are when we're done. all these toys? This does not feel like a room for children, she says, <laughs> in a naive way, reaching towards the overflowing toy chest. <laughs> okay, where were we? Oh, yes, oh, initiative. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready, lads. <laughs> you seem to notice that the toys um, that are stuffing, uh, sticking out from... Below the edge of the lid, toys of every kind. There's, there's wooden soldiers. There's hoops. There's little uh, bowling pin games, balls, dolls, brown paper wrapped packages of adult erotic um, entertainment <laughs> goods. They seem to be moving, moving about, as if there's something inside the chest that's. Keeping them, uh, keeping them in motion, but suddenly a large purple tongue lashes out and tries uh-huh. to, and tries to, um, uh, snatch at Argante, uh, who, being as cautious as she is, uh, knew that there was something up and ducked quickly out of the way. Yes. This is probably of the things you've met so far. More dangerous than the two you've defeated before. But it is your go, having rolled that 20. I have complete faith in the wonders of my companions, so I'm going to go after it with my rapier. Take a swipe at it. All right. Pack tactics again, because... um, And I rolled an 18! Woot, 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 woot! With uh, four for attack, right? Where's my attack thingy? Don't I get four for attack? There's Eighteen. Yes, your attack bonus is, uh, is. Damn it! Why can't I so, type this thing in? Twenty-two. Did you say you rolled a fourteen? Eighteen. You rolled an eighteen. Eighteen, my friend. Oh yeah. This is not letting me type in the thing. No. We there we go. It. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, twenty-two. Absolutely. Let's see. What does it got? Oh, you easily hit this thing. Ha 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 ha! Yes, I'll lose a taste bud or two there, I warrant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Very one of good. the game right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you'll lose a taste bud or two, I warrant. <laughs> Pardon me. Go ahead and roll a D8 to find out what you did to this. Strangely, uh, strangely alive toy chest. Uh, five with plus two, so seven. Roll a five plus two, absolutely. Seven damage now on the mimic as your rapier whips around and skewers it through the tongue, at which point it opens its lid wide and shakes back and forth, even on its flattened bottom going... 
Very unhappy. Very unhappy. Yeah. One would even say it was mimicking pain. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see why it's so unhappy. Tongue piercings are all the rage these days. Yeah, well, it's not a fashionable toy chest. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> uh, close on the heels of your companion, Argante, in this strange, wicked, uh, crisp mast ruining den of bad magic is Cuddy in the initiative order. What would you like to do? Mm. Is oh, There he is. Okay. Yeah, yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to Um, I'm going to go over to the fireplace. Is there, like, fireplace tools next to the fireplace? Ooh, let me find that thing. Where is that thing? Fireplace. Fireplace. Oh, there is a massive fireplace in the wall to your right. Massive and deep enough to walk into. The cold remains of a spent fire lays dark within it. Oh, okay. In that case, I'm just going to punch it. You're just going to uh, punch the. Uh, I was. The I was hoping it was a fire. I was going to dump fire on it. Okay. Oh well. What can you do, right? Nice so idea. That. Do yeah. what you're good at. At any rate, um, go ahead and roll uh, two two d20s and tell me the higher roll, please. Oh, okay. Uh, I see. Uh, the higher roll is a six. <laughs> a six. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, that gives you a 12, and, uh, that, oh, wait a minute, there it is, okay, that, that meets it, that matches it. That hits? That hits. That matches its own class. Okay, so I hit it with the quarterstaff. That's a D8 for you. Uh, that's a, uh, two, plus my strength bonus is, uh, four. Two plus your damage bonus gives you a six total first uh, bit of damage on this mimic. Oh, sorry, okay. toy chest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew it was a mimic. Don't worry about it. At any uh, rate, um, and then you, of course, have your bonus action of uh, my bonus action an unarmed is, strike or flurry of blows, depending on if you want to spend a key point. Yeah, um, just an unarmed strike. Let's see. Uh, do I is this tech tech uh, pack attack also? Absolutely, Um, it's an attack. Okay. Yes, okay. And that one was a 7 plus 6, so I know that's going to hit. Absolutely. And that's a D4. D4 is 2 again. Okay, so that's another... 2 again, so that's an additional 6 damage on the toy chest. And, uh, yeah, having, uh, doing a, doing a, um, uh, seeing it whale about... And uh, mm. uh, with uh, Argante having skewered it through the tongue, you take advantage of the situation as it has now transformed those toys into teeth um, by yeah. doing um, a flip forward and bringing both your feet down uh, in an unarmed strike on its lid, forcing it to bite its own tongue. Oh, I like that, yes. Yeah. And then it screams even louder. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, that was uh, Cuddy's go. The mimic is yeah. now going to try to lash out at who? Let's roll a d four again. 
this kind of works out with, uh, sadly, it works out with uh, um, Blind Geek absent because... We found a silver lining. Found a silver lining. It allows me to roll a d4 to determine who gets attacked. Where's mm. the d4? Three. Three. Argante, Cuddy, who's third in initiative? Rogar. It is going to try and and uh, hit Rogar. And it rolls... Raising my shield, kind of ducking back, jabbing out with a spear. Mimic rolls and... 18. With its attack bonus of 5 is a 23. I'm going to bet that that hits. Oh, yeah, that's got me. Okay. So, uh... That's, uh... 1d8 plus 3. Bummer. Wow, okay. Let's roll that d8. D8 says... Two plus three is five damage. Oh, I'm sorry. Five damage is not on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Rogar Rogar takes five damage from (laughs) the bludgeoning attack of the tongue. And at this point, you find that you are adhered to that tongue. It has latched onto you almost like a a frog trying to catch a big dragonfly. And when it comes back around to your turn, if the thing isn't dead by then, you're going to have to roll an escape, uh, uh, an escape uh, attempt to get away from it, which to I'm trying to be find noted. Adhesive. Can't find how it gets away. Well, at any rate, I'll, I'll try and find that by the time it gets around to your turn. Bone steel. He's going to try and uh, uh, try another. Um, he's going to try and hit this thing. Maybe chop its tongue off or something to keep it away from Rogar. <laughs> and he rolls. What does he roll? A seventeen. That easily hits. Going to roll a D eight. His D eight ends up being a five. Doing uh, with his damage bonus of three. He uh, he uh, does uh, at first an additional eight points of damage to the mimic by stabbing it one um, actually down into its mouth, past the tongue, just over the nice. teeth. So what did I say? That was an eight. That was an eight. Mm-hmm. But because he's a rogue, and he gets sneak attack when he has advantage, and in this case, pack tactics gave him advantage because you're surrounding the thing. At level three, he's allowed, because he remembers he's level three, even though he's not. <laughs> he gets to roll two D6 as a sneak attack bonus. Nice. The first one. The first one is what? Max damage. The first one's a six. Second one is a three. That's an additional nine damage on this creature. Evil creature pretending to be a box of toys. And uh, it is now starting to ooze a kind of a sickly, dark blue uh, ichor of some kind. And uh, Bone Steel dances back with a flourish of his cape, drawing his rapier out and chuckling mm-hmm. to himself. Ha <laughs> ha, foul box of empty promises. <laughs> or something to that effect that Bone Steel would say. Crotho, uh, up now. Crothu's up. Okay, trying to get a similar effect in with the with his magical candelabra quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can jam this thing into its mouth and maybe 
haul the thing open if that works out. And you I are rolled, a monk, right? Yes. Yeah, we totally should change your name to Brother George. <laughs> so, one die funny. roll was a three. One die roll was an eighteen. Oh, let's go with the eighteen. What do you think? I think that sounds good. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, with with this being, a, let's call this a D eight for the uh, for the um, uh, candelabra okay. attack. Five. A five. With your attack bonus of four, it puts uh, nine damage on this uh, on this mimic. Nine. There we go. Ooh, it's looking shabby. It's looking real shabby. And you, of course, have your bonus act- action of uh, either an unarmed strike or flurry of blows. I do. As I can get jab, once I get the quarter staff kind of jabbed into its mouth, and I'm smacking the top of the. Staff there. Uh, one roll was an 18. The other roll was a 20. Wow. We're going mm-hmm. well, to take the 20, obviously. A 20 total or a nat 20? Natural 20. Excellent. Woohoo! You Excellent. win. Bing, bing, bing. Okay, you win D&D. That's, uh, that's, that's how you do it. That's, mm-hmm. 2D, that's 2D4, please. You get all the yum-yums. 2D4? Actually, no. 3D4, because you have Savage Attack as a half-orc. I'm, I'm sorry? You are a half-orc, and you get Savage Attack. That means 3d4. 3d4. Okay. Mm. Wow, there's going to be nothing left but shards of this thing by the time he's done with it. You're here. Four, one, and one, so a total of six. Six. And uh, we're going to add your damage bonus in there. That means ten additional damage on this sad, uh, evil piece of garbage. Wow. Yes, uh, yes, you're, you're, uh, you, you want to describe what you did? Because I, I forgot. I know you jammed, you jammed the, jammed. uh, candelabrum <laughs> into its mouth and then did what? Right. Well, then I started kind of doing, like, hammer fists on the top of the lid. Not only did it bite its own tongue again, but it chipped off a couple of its, uh, long, sharp, pointy teeth. And is now just going, and and bleeding even more of that sickly blue ichor, uh, as uh, Argante now gets to take another strike at it. Huh. So it's biting its tongue. It's got broken teeth. Ah. Make no mistake about it. Given the chance, it would eat you and your whole family. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Is um, is there any opening to stab it again, or? Oh yes. Is it? Yeah, I will try that with my rapier. So be it. Okay. I can't. Ha- I don't have a real good visual of what. <gasps> I'm going to try and stab it through the keyhole. That would be particularly fitting and cruel. It's a Christmas miracle! Did you roll a 20? You absolutely did. All right. That's funny. Let's have two. Let's have two D8s, and then we'll then we'll find out what that's going to be. Go ahead. 
uh, one at a time. Seven. Mm-hmm. And four. Seven, eight, eleven. Eleven plus two. <laughs> Thirteen points of damage on this mimic. Holy crap. Coup de gras. Well, you guys wore it out for me. Thank you. Right. That should be a lesson to evil masterminds everywhere. One right might, in the keyhole. One right. might even say that Argante has discovered the key to its demise. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Because you just took this sucker to minus ten. Awesome. The lid flips back. The teeth all fall out, and uh, the tongue lolls lifelessly uh, as uh, the blue goo just seeps out of the bottom of the thing. It is now completely inert and cold, and I could show you a picture of what this thing looks like now rather than a toy box, but I'll do that later, uh, because you just keep going. You have now defeated, all of you, three of the evils that were in this room. Grr, tearing the tongue off, like shaking the goo off my arm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. These things are particularly nasty if you try and like use your foot or your other hand or something to get away from it because that becomes yep. too gross. You have defeated the mimic. I would ha, ask. Ha, ha, uh, ha. I would ask everyone now to make another perception check, please. Huzzah! I was gonna say I nominate Argante. <laughs> <laughs> she might be too busy doing the happy. Oh no, she rolled a nineteen. <laughs> Ooh, not bad. Very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. For Krothu, five plus three is eight. I eight roll a total of seventeen. Right. And I've got a grand total of 12 over here. You're still busy trying to get those taste buds off your arm and your armor. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Argante. Yep. Yes. You you, uh, suspiciously glance about the room wondering, holy crap, what next? Um, pausing briefly to look at the glass ornament and see that Captain Penders is standing up inside it, his hands against the glass, peering at the four of you with a kind of a hopeful smile on his face, but not attempting to say anything because he knows he can't be heard. Give him a little wave and a salute. (laughs) He nods, smiles, and and gives you the the fist in the air of victory, um, uh, cheering you on. But you uh, glance over at the fireplace, you see that, uh, yes, yes, there is the cold remains of a fire, but there's something odd here, something very strange. Why have Wha- people hung up stockings? <laughs> <laughs> they appear to have been hung with great care. What a strange place to yes. put your undergarments. <laughs> Indeed, that is a they weird don't thing. <laughs> That's a very weird thing to see on a fireplace. But something else that's weird is that, and you're welcome to share this with the rest of your group, because you, um, very keen eyed, uh, your very keen eye spot this. The area around the fire, the brick wall behind it and the stone that surrounds it, seems remarkably clean. 
Oh. Friends, allow me to draw your attention to the fireplace with the remarkably clean walls. So never they have seen a good, such a thing. They have an excellent chimney sweep. We should get its number. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and now, if yeah, everyone, what's... if everyone wants to, if um, and this, um, yeah, metagaming from hell here. What? You know what? It's it's crisp mast. So I'm going to poke it with a stick. Everyone is welcome to roll a d20, and if you get over a 12, uh-huh. if you get over a 12, then uh, we'll yep. call this a history Present. recollection. I did not. I 17. Wow. Okay, Krothu, you know what this is. You know that uh, when you're, whether you're in a dungeon, a room, or someplace where um, the walls should be dirty, but they're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you should be, you should be oh. on the lookout. Yes. Check the window. <laughs> Is the window closer to us than it used to be? That's ridiculous. I say turning to uh, to look at it and like walking already two steps in that direction before I even turn to look. The window stayed put. The window seems solid and a part of the uh, part of the room's architecture. Uh, see, it's behaving like a normal window with a claw, like tap tap tap. Hmm? It's not sticky, is it? Okay, you may need to fill me in then, because I was because the first thing that I thought was gelatinous cube. I don't know if characters even know what those things are, but anyway. You are 100% correct. Crothu's history, Crothu's past, uh, has uh, made him acquainted with an ooze monster um, that is known as a transparent gelatinous cube. He met up with, he had experience with it once before. I don't know, did I mislead you into thinking that it was in the window area? That was my first thought. That it, 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 no. it, it, it cleaned yeah, that up and then gone elsewhere and then gone into there where it, it, it looked like the bay window. But he said, that, check that the window. So I'm over there checking the window. I'm tapping that bad boy. It's fine. Yep, it's glass. It's not, uh, no, Argante. It's not sticky. Argante just. Stick, stick, she only noticed what? that. Uh, Argante only noticed that the um, uh, brick wall and the wall sur- stone surrounding the burnt out fire were remarkably clean. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah. So where is it? Look up. <laughs> now is the chandelier going to fall down? You see, uh, you see a simple, um, um, off-white ceiling, uh, reflecting the sparkly lights of the three remaining, uh, candelabrum and the, uh, multicolored dancing lights magically around this pine tree. How but, tall is the ceiling? Can I poke it with my rapier? You could actually reach it with your rapier if you if you uh, uh, held your arms straight up. Yes. Just in case, I will poke the ceiling with my rapier. You place a you place a nick that would drive a butler mad in the ceiling. Pardon. <laughs> it does not sneeze, cough, react, or scowl at you in any way. It behaves as if it were the ceiling of a room. There's nothing for it but to go and poke the fireplace with the rapier. <laughs> Which is exactly where I was prowling over. So I was thinking about... and, like, 
and I was gesture actually thinking, to the fireplace. Yeah, I was actually thinking about grabbing one of the other candelabras and sticking it up candle first up the chimney and seeing if oh. that causes a, a reaction. I oh, repeat good. my sweeping arm gesture. This, you, uh, this, uh, <laughs> if you, if you, you would, <laughs> before you pick it up, <laughs> Argante, though you are first in the initiative order, you are certainly perfectly free if you would like to hold your action, um, to allow anyone else to go first. Action. Or right. if you want to take the candelabra and jam it no, up that the bad. chimney. Go ahead. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Freestanding ca- uh, metal candelabra, uh, uh, we know from experience is outrageously heavy. Uh, Argante, what you can hold, what you can do is hold a specific action like an attack or a thing that you're going to do until a certain condition is met. What would you, what is it you plan to do and are getting ready to do? I will, I would attack with my rapier if, uh, something threatens any of my companions. Okie doke, that's good enough. Uh, uh, so next up would be, uh, next up in the initiative order would be Cuddy. Unless you too would like to hold your action, or uh, or attack immediately. We were told there were four things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four dangers. Evils for evils. Okay, I'm just going to walk up and I'm going to uh, poke the Christmas tree stem. Uh, the, the tree stem, excuse me. Okay. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to reach in and try to pull out the captain's um, um, oh, okay. enchanted, enchanted prison just now. I'm going to poke the tree first. You smell fresh pine, and your hand moves in among the branches, uh, feeling like... Uh, with the quarterstaff. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I you still smell fresh pine. You still smell fresh pine, and the quarterstaff... <laughs> Moves among the branches, perhaps uh, taps lightly against some of the other ornaments, uh, mm. and the tree might wobble a little bit, but uh, remains upright and still has its strange dancing lights in among itself. But other than that, it uh, it makes no movement. The only thing that okay. seems capable of moving in it is Captain Penders in his uh, very very durable glass ball. Next up in the. Uh, Next up in the uh, uh, initiative order is is uh, Rogar. Okay. Well, then uh, I will, uh, with your kind permission, reach out to take the candelabra. By all means. And I'll uh, move as if to, like, you know, like haunted house old school movie style. Like moving, peering to kind of wave it inside the chimney. Or rather, inside the fireplace. Okay. Uh, as soon as uh, as soon <clears throat> as soon as you get near the fireplace, say within about five feet of it, and move that candelabrum fire first towards it, a pseudopod of semi-translucent fluid uh-huh. seems to come out of nowhere. What was once completely transparent is now shimmering into a kind of a light milky substance and you see a five foot by five foot block of wow. jelly Aha. which takes uh which takes five points of uh fire damage immediately because of uh because of um 
your action with the fire and uh, uh, attempts to bat the uh, bat the candelabrum from your hands but uh, at, at this point it does not just yet so you have made a successful uh, a successful sorry a successful awakening of the gelatinous cube um, and I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and call that your action because I didn't even make your roll for that the thing Works thing wasn't exactly me. dancing around out of the way or anything Bone Steel is up next sees that and is like whoa what the hell because he's never seen one of these before and he's going to, he's not even going to get near the thing because well how he's never seen anything like that before he's going to throw a dagger uh, as, uh, in order to do that, he's got to roll a d20. So, what does he do? He rolls a 15. A 15 was his. I love this with the MIDI Christmas music in the background. What a genius! <laughs> yeah. It's themed. It's themed. It's beautiful, and I love it. Cute. Holy shit! Really? It's yeah. it's armor class of six. I'm not supposed to tell you that, but that just shocks me. A gelatinous cube or a class is six? Well, yeah, but it's probably it resistant to a bunch of different attacks, too, right. probably. Oh, it is, yeah. Um, hell, it's... Uh, I wrote them down, but I'm not going to repeat them here or whatever. They're, they're, they're uh, uh, considerable. Okay, so he threw a dagger, uh, hit the thing. Dagger is a, 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 a... What is it? A D4 for a dagger. Roll a d4, bone steel. I said roll a d4, but oh, there we go, two. Two plus uh, his attack bonus of three. He does five points of damage on this gelatinous cube as his dagger sinks into, uh, appears to float almost in midair as it goes into the uh, nearly transparent creature. And uh, that brings us to Krothu. I think our best shot is going to be fire. I'm going to grab the remaining candelabra, I think. Isn't it? Or is there more than one still? There were four altogether, and uh, you yeah, you can certainly grab... Uh, well, hell, grab the third. You'll still have... 100% handers back to you. Yeah. Well... Yeah, yours though. The one that he's going to grab is going to have fire on the end of it, and I will. I would grant an additional five, uh, uh, five uh, points of fire damage in addition to what you would make as an attack with the candelabrum, as if it were a quarter stab. So if you want to use All one, right. it's uh, if you hit, that is. Yes, uh, we still have advantage here, or does this thing's nature preclude the pack tactics from working? From top to bottom, you get pack tactics because you're surrounding this thing. Okay. Awesome. Good. Natural 20. Hot diggity. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the other one was a three, if you want to know. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stick that five points of fire damage right at the top. Uh, so we get, once again, savage attack. You're a half orc. And that means uh, 3d8. 3d8. This should be fun. As you see, we just kind of not not so much push the, the candles and stuff into, into it as come down on top of it with this whole with this whole thing. The way Excellent. this is sounding. Excellent. 
15 is the total roll. 15 uh, from the D8s with your attack bonus of 4. That's 19 damage on this gelatinous cube. You have extinguished the candles inside it with a few uh, bits of wax and and wick uh, sputtering on top, doing 19 points of damage to begin with on your first candelabrum attack. Uh, And uh, you, uh, you can elect to do flurry of blows or not. Yeah, I can see myself trying, doing sort of a like half bracing, half kicking of this thing as I yank the candelabra back out. See if I get some effect on that. I uh, rolled a twelve and a seventeen. Uh, twelve, a seventeen. Oh, uh, yeah, both of them hit. So what? Uh, that would be a D four, I think. I rolled a three. Rolled a three. Three, D four, seven. That's a seven additional points on the gelatinous cube. Doing some damage to this thing. Holy crap. Uh, I've got to roll what? Where am I here? Oh dear. Alright. Well, here we go. That's, uh, three plus five is eight. Plus, plus four. Eight and four is twelve. Crowthu, I'm afraid you're going to need to take 12 points of acid damage. Ouch. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Thank goodness we have those potions. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this thing eats at flesh. And uh, mm-hmm. with the blows that you struck, while you did do a significant amount of damage, uh, seven, I guess, with just your fists and uh, uh, as you got the candelabra out, you did get free of it, but... It's burning yeah. your flesh. Argante. Have we still got Argante, or are you muted? Oh, no. I was cleverly muted. Oh, ha, good. ha, ha. Excellent. For a sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> you get advantage, yeah, advantage on that one. Thank you. Sneaking up on it. It has no idea I'm there. Um, oh, Wow. It, it is gelatinous. It is gelatinous. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to tear down one of the drapes and throw a drape over it. Well, okay, that if you contained. if you move away from it, it's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. Oh no! Then I'm going to. <laughs> Stab it with my rapier and try and cut some pieces off of it to make it smaller. Oh, Let's, yeah. go. Let's go shave ahead and call like, it. Shave it like water ice. It's cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Slice bits off like a cheese because I'm that close and there's nothing else I got. Your rapier is, is it, your rapier is a considerable weapon. It's a D8. It's as dangerous as a quarterstaff. <laughs> well, and it also gives it keeps me away from it a tiny bit. So I'm going to go with that. Oh, you don't. Go ahead and roll two d20s then. And oh, um, I rolled one. (laughs) He rolled a one. I rolled a one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. It was nice knowing you could summon that potion. All that that means is that when you did the backswing for uh, 
when you did the backswing <laughs> for the rapier, you smacked yeah. against uh, Krothu's acid-burned leg, causing oh, him to scream. Sorry. Ow! Ow! But you go, you go ahead and roll a d20 again. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, man, this time it's a four. Oh, well, all my remember. good rolls got used up, I guess. That's how it works. Yeah, it's I how it works. Four. four plus four? Wait a minute, don't you have an attack bonus? Why do I have an attack? Oh, wait a minute. Attack bonus of four? <laughs> Your attack bonus should be four, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Attack bonus of four. Okay, that gave Plus you an four, eight. Whole stick and eight, no big whoop. No, well, you got an eight, and this thing's armor class is six, as I was marveling over before. So that means you hit. Ha 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 ha! Indeed. Take that, you foul fiend from wherever you're from. Beyond. You naughty Beyond. thing, Thank naughty you. thing from heck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So go ahead and roll a d8, and we'll find out what additional damage oh, this sucker sorry. got. Yeah, give it damage. And I rolled a five plus two, seven. Five. All right, seven additional points to this gelatinous cube. Ew. Seven points. Yep. Very good. While I'm thinking of it, just so that I don't forget, I believe uh, Bone Steel did throw a dagger mm-hmm. and made an attack, but I never gave him his uh, advantage. Of uh, sneak attack, so I'm going to roll 2d6 right now. Ah. Uh, six max damage, very good. And five, hot diggity, 11 points. That was 11 points it was supposed to get before and did not. Thank nice. you, Bone Steel. Okay. That brings us to, uh, ba- that brings us back around to Cuddy. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, is, is there any other lit fire in this room, or is it already being t- utilized? I believe there is a fourth candelabrum. I think I think there's one. There's at least the one left. Yeah, there's a fourth candelabrum. Okay, I'm going to grab it and, and jab the candles into the thing. Uh, we'll give you the same. Uh, you'll have the same situation that uh, that Crowthu uh, had. Uh, five. If you hit. Uh, five mm-hmm. points of fire damage plus whatever you whatever a quarter staff would do. Right. Okay. First roll is a seventeen. Second roll is a four. So seventeen plus six should do it. Absolutely. Okay. Um. So how much was that? Uh, quarter staff damage is a D eight. Yep. I just the put fire five, there was five five uh, five fire damage. Go ahead and roll the d8 for the uh, for the attack. Okay, that one's a four plus four plus your damage bonus of four puts an additional four. eight on the sucker. Eight. Okay, and I am not going to uh, exercise an unarmed attack on it. Quite wise. <laughs> <laughs> Quite wise. Alrighty. Um, that brings us to the gelatinous cube. Let's, let's see who it's going to try and go after. A D4. Roll that D4. Who is it? Three roll again. That funky D4. GM. That funky D4. It, uh, it rolled a three again. I'm sorry, Rogar. It's going to go after you. And what does that Excellent. mean? Excellent. It's going to try. What is it? Pseudopod? No. 
It's going Ooh. to try and gulf. Super hot. Ooh. It's going to move towards you. Ugh. So what I'll need is a, is a, a dex save uh, with a okay. with a DC of twelve. You need to uh, roll me a dexterity save that's twelve or higher. You got it. And I just add my dexterity bonus to that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That is a grand total of twenty-one. I say you see this uh, thing uh, starting to wiggle, wobble, with a dagger inside it, uh, giving you a good clue um, that it was lurching in your direction, and you deftly step back and out of the way, uh, avoiding avoiding its engulfing attack. And uh, now it's uh, in the initiative order, your turn to retaliate. Which I'll do by... Let's see, I've still got the candelabra, but it's uh, it's unlit. So, like, tossing that aside. Uh, experimentally, I'm going to use my hand axe, trying to kind of, like, carve off a piece of it. Like cheese, as I think someone po- pointed out. Slick. Which may be the problem. It might be too slick, because that's a grand total of nine. Oh, wait! That's right, that might actually do it, huh? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's AC is ridiculous. Nine absolutely hits. And that's, uh, six total damage, including my, my bonus. Alrighty, six, six damage additional on the gelatinous cube, catching a hatchet from Rogar as he distastefully but willfully and very angrily chops into this thing that, uh, tried to attack him and burnt his friend with acid. Yeah, look of absolute disgust. Okay. Uh, Bone Steel is going to go ahead and uh, roll himself. What did he roll himself? He rolled himself an 11. That easily hit. For the hell of it, he's going to try rolling again to see if he gets a nat 20. He does not. And in this case, he's going to brave, bravely step forward and, uh, and try and stab it with uh, the rapier. And for that, he rolls his d8. He gets... Oh, crap! He gets a one! Had to happen at least once. Doing four points of damage to the gelatinous cube. It's not It's not feeling happy. It is not a happy mm-hmm. cube. It's starting to get looser. It's starting to look more milky inside. Much, much less <laughs> translucent. <laughs> and it's. Uh, it seems to be starting to melt a little bit towards the bottom. Uh, a clear, viscous fluid seems to be seeping towards the middle of the room as this thing gets smaller. Crowthu, you're up next. All right, I'm going to use a key point to activate Step of the Wind to disengage. Excellent. As a as a bonus action. And as such, I will move to the drapes, like Argante was going to do er, er, earlier. Pull the drapes down, and I hand them to Ar- Argante. And I will then, after that, try to find something that I can use to to light a fire of some kind. Now that all the candles are out. Excellent. Well, uh, you have plenty of movement to get to the to the window and back. Uh, we'll call that pulling the drapes down and tossing to Argante as your action. And uh, sure, your bonus action could be to to find anything that'll uh, light something on fire. Argante, you've been tossed the curtains you wanted by Crowthu. And you're up next in the initiative. Oh, and I'm busy being muted again. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Um, I'm going to to fling them over 
the remains of the horrible cube. Okay, the cube is now enshrouded in a curtain. And, uh, you, uh, all this time, actually, if you, if you'd like, all along here anyway, you've always had the bonus action of, uh, of healing word. And as you've used your action to cover the thing in a curtain, um, if you'd oh. like, if you'd like to use healing word on yourself or anybody else, you can go ahead and do that. Sure. Who's hurt the worst? I'm I always forget sure, about healing word. I'm pretty word. sure at this point it's Krothu because he's got nine hit points. Dig it. Heal, my friend. How many points do I heal? Uh, 1d4 plus 3. So I have I th- to find a d4. D yeah, find a d4, roll that, add 3, and that's what Krothu's going to get healed. I think they've all sunk to the bottom of the bag. Anybody got a 4 handy? I do. Always. Would you roll for me, please? Rather than you, you sitting got here. It, sister. Thank you, my I'm friend. so sorry. That's a one. Oh, well, I tried. So you get four points of healing, Krothu. Not much, but something. It works. I failed you. I failed nah. my family. I failed the <laughs> <America. laughs> It works because theoretically, you, <laughs> you know, I just realized that if, 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 we, if we haven't taken this time by the time it comes back to my turn, since we have these this fuzzy memory and still have all of our, our, our like third level stuff, I can set a campfire on top of it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty so wild. Keep on going. If we kill it before it gets to me, great. If not, I'm I'm setting those drapes on fire. That's pretty wild. Because. <laughs> I was just thinking Actually. we should have kept the camera out so we could relight the candelabras. But uh, <laughs> well, at any rate, uh, uh, excellent. You've got you've uh, you've cured you brought uh, Crowthu back up to thirteen hit points and. Uh, and you've covered this thing, identifying precisely where it is, and uh, and and now it's uh, it's Crowthu's go, not Crowthu, Cuddy. Ah, okay. Um, I'm just gonna stab it with my large metallic quarter staff thing. <laughs> the candelabra, absolutely. Candelabra, exactly. Well, it's a large metal quarter staff now. Okay. No, okay. no, the, the thing, the the blob. I thought we were setting it on fire. Um, I don't have any fire. Um, no. you you actually uh, the 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 That's only right. reason now essentially to roll the two t20s is to see if you get an at twenty. Even your attack bonus <laughs> itself actually meets this thing's armor class. So go ahead and ah. roll me two d20s to see if you get an at twenty. <laughs> okay. You can taunt it some more. <laughs> uh, no, I do not get a natural twenty. All right, you hit the thing anyway, uh, no matter what you roll. Um, okay. So uh, go ahead and roll me a D8. I don't want to roll it. Sorry, that was a D10. I was all excited about rolling a 7. Okay, so I rolled a 5 on the D8. 5 on the D8, giving you a 9 total uh, damage on the uh, on the gelatinous cube. Mm. Um, stabbing through that curtain that identified very clearly where it uh, where it is. You, um, you manage actually to skewer through the curtain, wiggle the sword around, until very, very illustratively, the curtain itself starts to shrink underneath, uh, underneath of which, under the, underneath the curtain is a gelatinous cube that is cubed no longer. You brought the sucker to minus seven, and it melts, melts Ah. into the fireplace. 
and spread it out across the room. I love the image the of the cube deflating. <laughs> or of the, uh, the curtain deflating. The fourth of the four evils within this strange, otherworldly, other-dimensional room has been destroyed. Now and we must face the Crimson Elf. Very suddenly. I stand back to back with my friends. Weapons at the ready. You hear jingling, jingling <laughs> of small bells. And you hear what seemed to be, what seemed to be hoof prints from far above, above the ceiling, as if this domicile, wherever it is, in whatever strange land or dimension it's in, has creatures on the roof. And sliding in a scraping motion down the Do you hear that? What a clatter! <laughs> sliding down quickly uh, the chimney above where the gelatinous cube used to be, but is now, of course, dead and gone. Uh, two shiny black boots, fur-lined velvety pants, and, uh, and uh, the rest of uh, a red outfit make itself um, visible as this strange individual descends and emerges from the fireplace. He's got, uh, he's got a white beard, he's got a hat that matches the rest of his outfit, and he's got this big sack with him. He looks um, like some sort of peddler. Who are you? <laughs> he's startled for a moment. Oh, oi, you're not supposed to see me. Not everybody can see me. Only people who, who are magical in some way can see me. Who am I? Ah, uh, people call me Kringle. Excuse me, I'm going to have a coughing fit now because of this stupid voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, pardon me, I haven't had my milk and cookies. Hey, what's going on here? I was trying to get into this place, but it was, uh, oh, oh, I remember this house. Oh, what a wise ass. I remember this guy from last year. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Hey, what's go? What gives? All the stuff that's usually set here to give me a hard time seems to be gone. What do you guys do? I'd never get in here otherwise. Who are you, you guys? Took care of it. You did. Mm. Thank you. You're a strange-looking bunch. Hey, you guys took some damage. Some of you were hurt. What's going on with that? He waves his oh. hand. Where I point to the captain in the in the tree and said, we came to rescue our friend. Wow, this I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, uh, yes, flinging his fingers and wiggling them over his shoulder as he approaches the tree to uh, get a close look at the clear glass ball, you all suddenly feel quite a bit better as all of your hit points are restored to full. And awesome. Kringle uh, moves towards the glass. Yay! <laughs> Look at this. Oh, this guy's dabbling in some new stuff now. Oh, I'm not going to have to have a, sit down and have a really heart-to-heart with this guy. Otherwise, he's going to get nothing but coal next year. In the meantime, I brought him a nice flat-screen TV. Uh, <laughs> he did a few <laughs> nice things to some people that he didn't even know could you really use it. So I'll let him know what that's about. I'm going to let your uh, let your captain out of this thing now. Wow, that's tough glass. Somebody try and break it yet? 
We were told only the Crimson Elf could free him. I suspect you may be he. Yeah, he moves aside a bit of the uh, the white hair that's uh, just at the top of his uh, at the top of his beard, and you see that his ears are slightly pointy. Mm. Gives you a wink, touches his nose, and uh, suddenly Captain Elias Penders is no longer inside the glass sphere. It is empty. Wow, he's back where he belongs. You folks should go back where you belong too. But I think uh, I think you deserve a a little thank you for uh, clearing this place out for me and making it less dangerous. Otherwise, <laughs> it would have slowed me down, and I got a lot of places to go, people to see, things to do. So uh, I'm going to give you guys a gift, each of you. Oh, but that's very kind. Mm-hmm. Well, you, uh, you've done good. You did some nice stuff here. Kringle doesn't forget things like that. I don't care where you're from. Or you, Wherever you go back there, just remember, you know, a nice warm feeling, and here's a parting gift. In each of your hands, individually, there appears a, what looks like a small cane with green and red stripes on it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a kind of a hardened wood um, to the touch, and it's only about I don't know eight or nine inches, eight or nine inches long. But uh, out of character and metagaming here, you can write down on all of your character sheets as something that you will have in your inventory next time we get together to do Zutane stuff. A wand of magic missile. Ooh. Oh, nice. With uh, uh, three level two charges. Three level two charges. Wow. Yep. Very nice. That one that you can cast magic missile at level two, meaning three magic missiles are going to shoot out each time you cast it. Wow. So you'll get nine magic missiles altogether out of this sucker. And uh, that's uh, Kringle's gift to you for being such brave and strong and kind heroes rescuing the captain. <laughs> that's a pretty swell gift. Yes. Happy to be happy to get to brighten anybody's holiday, and uh, and that's what's going to go on here. I'll have a talk with the owner of this place. He knows too much magic. He dabbles in it too much. And he he's starting to think stuff that's uh, funny to him is funny to everybody. And to be honest, no, it ain't. <laughs> 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 Say hi to everybody on that ship and that crazy cleric. <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's in that job in any dimension. He's got a version of himself over here that just makes me pee myself every time he shows up. <laughs> so enjoy, mm. folks. Thanks very, very much. And, oh, let's see. How would they put it in your place? Merry Crisp Mast. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves a flat screen TV under the tree and... uh uh, steps back into the fireplace and jumps straight up, disappearing as the double doors open, uh, revealing the shimmering portal similar to the one that was created for you by the cleric. Awesome. 
stepping out onto the deck. Uh, you appear, and just as the cleric said, very, very little time has passed. It's almost as if it was only a minute. But there you are on deck, in the snow. The ship is no longer in danger. It is not, it is not tilting to stern. The captain's cabin is back in order behind you, as it was always. And the sailors are raising their fists in a cheer. As the captain bows to you and, and gives you a little finger gun and a wink at each one of you. <laughs> shaking his head, shaking his head back and forth going, you guys. <laughs> and then moves his ass back to the braziers to start toasting that cheese and serving it out to the crew because with your brave action. Oh, that's great. You have saved. You have saved Christmas. So now he's going to start making our 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 crisp mast cheese. Snacks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was so cool. much fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys good. done and the good. The Christmas music was just a genius touch. <laughs> what have you Theme. done? Atmosphere. <laughs> Another monster mm. defeated. <laughs> <laughs> a new game just begun. I so wanted... this is Christmas. <laughs> God bless I you. hope you had fun. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I wish I had the mini grilled cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop now. <laughs> No, that's fantastic. I wish I had that as one of the MIDI songs that was playing all that time. <laughs> I wanted to do, I wanted to, I mean, it's, I wanted to do, uh, something for the, for the, uh, Christmas show, but I wanted some classics in there. One yes. of the, the things that uh, folks run into on low levels normally, not in the kind of game that I started you guys with, but normally are it's things a great like game. Gelatinous Cube, the Mimic, the, Yes, animated oh, fantastic. Audio. I've been dying to use those, and uh, I I took advantage of this as an opportunity to do just that. And thank you, thank you all for uh, <laughs> uh, jumping on the railroad tracks. Well, hell, there wasn't really much else to do. Super fun. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Absolutely, it was cool. Thank was... you so much. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. No, and thank it was you a one shot. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> You're I even, all welcome. <laughs> I even resisted asking the, uh, the, uh, the Scarlet Elf for a uh, Red Rider carbine action 200 shot. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing that tells time. Oh, so. You're just going to shoot your eye out. <laughs> I would have warned you. He would have warned you. <laughs> Shoot your oh, eye out. Fabulous, fabulous. Uh, I'm, very I'm good. just, I'm just very happy good. it turned out to be a, a one shot. That was, uh, yeah, wow. that was great. Yep. Write that down because mm-hmm. you know it's rare for us. <laughs> oh, you said it was going to be a one shot, didn't you? Yeah, but we've said that before, and does it matter? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> we managed well, a few one shots. Are we meeting very in 2018? Next? It seems that way. Oh. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. It seems that way. Let's see what's in 
next, uh, what is it, January 3rd? Sounds about right. Yeah. Does sound right. Yep. Dare I hope that we can have some more thrilling D&D action? Of course. Don't you know anything about science? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. uh, I don't know where that came from, but... um, of course, yeah, we, we have science? to get back to to the whole thing with the fish people. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's things yeah. afoot. There's things Great afoot. Great setup. And cool. uh, yeah, fish people who are not wearing nun outfits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're not wearing nun outfits, I'm not playing. So there. Damn it! I want me some. Fish people in none outfits the way you do. (laughs) You know, whatever floats your boat, man, it's cool. That would be it. That's what I want. (laughs) Fish people in metallic none outfits in outer space. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I was totally serious uh, about that, uh, about that uh, candy cane wand of magic missiles thing. It's great. So you can go ahead yes. and write that on your can, uh, on your uh, uh, character sheets. It was the king. got one each. Awesome. Each of you got one. Yep. Oh, nice. Two. Yay! That's thank four. you. But no one is looking. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Happy holidays. No, that wrong. You all are friends. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Not I food. am known to be greedy and untrustworthy. But other than that, I haven't proved myself untrustworthy yet. Give me time. <laughs> <laughs> Candy cane wand of. Well, I right now I'm just picturing. Uh, uh, the four of you uh, sitting on deck with your crisp, crisp cheese by the mast, and then when you're done, Argante, um, doing cr- uh, a night of Christmas till you puke on the mandolin. You're here with the sailors as they try to sing along, but don't exactly harmonize the best, and just finally fall silent and only listen to you sing as. Uh, <laughs> As the sun sinks unseen behind the snowy clouds, and uh, and and, and so as that. the sun sinks slowly in the west. <laughs> yep. Feed the crew. Let them slowly drink mass time. Feed the crew. Let them know it's Christmas. Last time. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> you better stop me you can. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. Last time. There's no need to be afraid. <laughs> There's a version of, 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 of uh, Good King Wenceslas in this somewhere, too. <laughs> oh. Good King Captain Pen- Penders? Penders, yep. Penders. Yep, Elias Penders. Good King Captain Penders was. <laughs> I have to work on that. <laughs> you can have it for us next time. It'll be just in 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 time for Orthodox Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Too much fun. It really was beautiful time. Thank you. Thank you all, I, and I guess we can, we can call it early. You know, gotta get get uh, give ourselves that another well for me another ten Yay. minutes sleep tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas to you all. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Here, here. A I joyous new year. And to you. Stay safe, stay warm, and don't go anywhere. Lock yourselves inside. Protect yourself. <laughs> we'll get through this. We'll get through this alive, we hope. I know we will. We are strong. I believe in us. Yes. I've always we believed us. in us. Hear us roar. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. <laughs> well, oh, that's not easy to say. But you forgot Yule and Saturnalia. Damn it. <laughs> I'm feeling slighted and oppressed. Mahana Quan's Yulnelia. Yay! Well done. Well done. Invictus. Good night. Good night. See you all next year. Okay. See you all. Wow, that's so creepy. See you next year. That's hard. That's hard to think and wrap my head around. Wow. All right. All right Brilliant folks. holiday. Gonna gonna take off now. Happy holidays and and uh, happy new year. You too. Happy holidays. Take care, everybody. Take care, folks.